this is around baby you know all right we're we're public so we're yeah, going to start yeah. warming up here ted i've heard lasso's great yeah my, my writing partner is a huge ted lasso fan <clears throat> pre-showing it up a little bit here how's everybody doing welcome to the podcast it started but it hasn't started we're gonna get we're gonna get going you know what i'm saying yeah yeah hey watching yeah. a little bit of the technical emmy awards and the emmy goes to the creative emmys they're not technical they don't want to be dorks like that my god she's beautiful Blake Neely. holy shit oh yeah they got to get knockouts to you know <laughs> to not normally it would just be someone in like an art smock telling everybody they did a good job just almost 20 years ago an incredible human named greg berlandi believed in me and um so and, I don't want, I'll screw up everyone else's. Oh, he's riffing. That's when they get emotional. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's unrestrained by the piece of paper in front of him. <laughs> exactly. You know, <laughs> you need C it. Crying at your award show. I, you know, I, I, you know, I don't know. You, you know me and crying. I, I have an ambivalent relationship. I think a good cry is necessary. A good cry is necessary. I can respect a good cry. Yeah. Uh, I think when it goes too, too many times, there's a frequency to it. That's when it starts to annoy me a little bit. That's it's when like, it starts getting into pussy shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, but not that. It's just pieces something. of my furniture and whatever else you would let me do. To everyone else that makes my life amazing, Ray is one of them. I'll thank you in person. Thank you so much. Thank you. I know. That guy's fucking losing it for I whatever. Know, he God. made the curtains for whatever fucking TV show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he was. I think it might have been a right. No, it wasn't a writing award. Yeah, it's the creative side. Exactly. God. I mean, it used to be the technical Emmys, you know. but they can't. They, they can't call it the techies because they're not. They're not that. They're not that kind of dork anymore. Wow. It's a new world. Hell yeah. So, so again, what was your the stadium? Is it just is it totally cool and like just oh, it's ultra like, modern? It's like walking into the future. I went, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For everybody, if there's anybody listening right now, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I went to the Rams game. I went to the new stadium. It was fucking sick. Yeah, uh, it's like walking into the future. The camera's right in my line of sight, man. Is there any way to? I could lean over. Do you okay, want me to okay, lean? yeah, yeah, exactly. I just it would help because I, I could we can make more eye contact in that way. Oh, okay, you know, across the room because you're yeah the, the the camera is sort of right in the way. That, that's all, you know. But it's all good. I could do this. It's good again. This is a pre-show thing, but yeah, the uh, back is that better? That's better. It okay. is. But then, so literally, it's like truly a space. I think of the spaceship. That was always the knock on what they did with Soldier Field. Oh my God! It looks like a spaceship just plopped down right in Soldier well, yeah, Field. Yeah, because the fucking historical society wouldn't let them touch the building like a bunch of yeah. assholes. <laughs> so then they, uh, yeah. So then they did that. But and that was like the spaceship done bad. This is the spaceship done good. It's, the it's done, well. done well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it's, <laughs> I could see that being in L.A. Like, you're walking into the future. I, yeah. I, I would probably, honest to God, if I walked into a building like that, I am convinced with my sensibilities, I might have a seizure. Like, if I actually walk. It's walked a little into, bit vertigo-ish. Like, it's, yeah, it, I get what you're saying. It's, you know? And, you know, there's no, the, the, the ramps up, there's nothing to grab onto. Yeah, oh, yeah, so you just slowly kind of walk You're up. walking up a giant concrete platform where the rails are 30 feet on either side of you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's like an old school stadium. You know, the dual purpose stadiums were that way. Memorial Stadium in in, in Baltimore felt that way. Yeah, you where, my, where my brother, I think I told you the story of. Yeah, I, I, I'm ready to, but I need to tell you the story. My brother, <laughs> we went to a Chief Colt game in 1979. 
The hostages were in Iran. The hostages were in Iran. I remember that. And I was 10 years old. My brother was 14, just, just going to turn 15. And the Chiefs won. They won 10 to 7. Marv Levy was the coach of the, uh, of the Chiefs. He actually came with the Chiefs, not, not, not the Bills, uh, from Chicago, and who I met. And, and he was waving his pennant, walking down one of those long ramps that you were just describing. And my, my father and I were like maybe 10 feet behind him. And he was, hit, he was, he was, he was 14 years old. I think maybe he just turned 15. He's waving it. And some dude cold cocked and turned around and cold cocked my brother. <laughs> <laughs> he was 15 years old. And he blasted him in the face. <clears throat> I, I, he said it kind of grazed him. But I mean, the point got across. A dude took a fucking swing at him. You know, he bla- you know, Oh, yeah. Hit, you know, and, and the guy was like in his mid 20s. You know, he was going to punch a fucking little punk. Yeah. Well, what <laughs> that's a, very Baltimore. It's very, very Baltimore. Like, it's very East Coast sports fan. Street tough. That guy. I imagine you know? the dude who had it had a hat that like. like one of those. <laughs> one of like those paper boy hats. Yeah. Or, or yeah. Or one of those like a Kangol. We have a Kangol, but you wear it the other way, you know, like you don't wear it backwards. You know, you, you wear it forward. Like it was one of those like old, like, you know, you're, you're a union man, you know, when yeah. you wear one of those hats. That you're, you might Christian be. Christian Bale and Newsies. Yeah. A Newsies. <laughs> they call it a Newsies hat. Wow. specifically wow because of the irish you know well what a better way to start the show we're gonna Absolutely. have a good time uh welcome in everybody uh we'll see you on the other side of the intro here from atlanta we're storming the capital it's a revolution what color i see that you maintain the status december 7th night and a question a psychopath Ooh, we got up here. Oh, this is, is fucking, John Sally. No, this is JB Smooth looking like a fucking record producer. He, uh, is he, was he an actor of some sort? Or like, is he, I tell you what, that song again, it works. It's a great song. It focuses me. It focuses me. No, this me, is a comedian. Know? This guy was in fucking Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's ve- he's not. He, he's is that looks, Murphy? No, Eddie Murphy wouldn't yeah, be at exactly. this point. I know. He's like, what? He's, is, if he's there, he's there to not be recognized. <laughs> I don't know if he'd feel safe there. That's man. that's <laughs> the most Hollywood thing ever. You got to like, oh, I want to lay low. I'll come to the technical Emmys with me. <laughs> it's a good place to lay low. <laughs> You're just there. Like with, that's in your thought process. Like where you got to well, go. That's, well, yeah. Well, because they, they don't think to just go to a park. It's that's two regular people shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, welcome in everybody. I'm Keith Pazel. This is my podcast. If you're a fan of the show, you know what we're gonna do. We're gonna watch TV. We're gonna riff on it. We're gonna talk about news in the world. I gotta cut that song up better. It really just okay. fucking. But no, no, let's let's okay. let's welcome the stars of the show real quick here, though. Hey, everybody. That's right. All right. 
easing on into it here. <laughs> I would love to have a band leader. In yeah, there. yeah. You know, this... I wouldn't mind playing that type of music at some, you know, like a motel somewhere. I mean, it matches what we're, we're watching the technical Emmys right now. Exactly. This is the, the bitch, the, the bitch of the Emmys. <laughs> is there ever not an award season in Hollywood? Is it always an award season? Is oh, it, they got something for everything. I mean, it's yeah. just like, <laughs> I remember that being a, a complaint like 40 years ago. And now it's, it's just got, it's amplified. It's gotten more aggressive. It's Christmas on the square. He doesn't sound like that suit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> that might sound racist, but whatever. It's a joke. <laughs> Don't cancel me for listeners. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They all have to fight for that one Emmy. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Only one of you can keep it and they all just battle. That would be a good technical Emmys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the technical side of it. They all learn a different fucking technique. Uh, yeah, a, a fighting There's skill. There's one Emmy on a podium and then you have to fight. Six people have to run for it. And then you just battle for the Emmy, the bad, the literal baddie of battle for the Emmy for for the Dolly Parton show <laughs> that just won the award. What was that? A Dolly Parton Christmas? I think we might have watched that. You well, know, we watch Reba. That's very Dolly ish. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, you know, some Reba Reba. She's Reba's good. Fucking if you're at home doing laundry, you pop in a little Reba. It's good stuff. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm not down on Reba at all. So this is the technical like, I mean. Yeah. yeah, it is the technical Emmys. We're also here. We're refreshing the the entertainment Google trends. We're the most current podcast on the internet here. Wow. Uh, right now, we got a little impact wrestling trending, ultimate fighting, lifetime, Sherry Shepard lifetime movies. This is this is the television fucking news here. And yeah. another because we're going to we're going to get into the Emmy nom the real Emmys is tomorrow. But we're and the nominees two i think two or three shows are the only shows that are on actual networks that have been nominated for emmys wow. everything it, else is netflix it's Hulu, all streamed up disney yeah. plus yeah wow wow streamed up you know man <laughs> that was just a term i made up on the fly you see i'm still hip i'm hip with the kids <laughs> you know you're with so, it and you're hip uh, you know absolutely you know so yeah it's uh so yeah we're gonna we're gonna watch a little bit of this you know and then uh Go. I want to hear about your experience, uh, Keith. You had a big event this past week. You went to the opening of the NFL season at SoFi Stadium. Where I the, did. The Chicago Bears played the Los Angeles Rams. Let's watch high school football. While oh, we yeah. Talk about this. this is good. I, I, I bet you have some pretty good athletes here. Man. Really well coached. I bet you have some guys who can run. Billy O'Donnell taking the handoff here. <laughs> Billy is, a, is, the, is the local bully in his team. People <laughs> don't like Billy. God, I feel old. Like these, these are these are like children to me. They're like well, they're in high school. Embryos. They're, they're literal children. Yeah, it's like, ah, wow. They're in high school, so <laughs> so you you know you wouldn't be wrong. But even watching the NFL, the NFL was the last league where I still felt like the guys looked like older than me because because they, they were men at twenty four. I mean, everybody you know? did. Like, when I was in second grade, the fifth graders looked like oh, hulking people. A- absolutely. And then, <laughs> and then I got to fifth grade, and I was like. I felt like I was still the same height as I was in second grade. I was like, what a ripoff. I thought I was going to be fucking Lou Ferrigno. Absolutely. I mean, I think about when I was like, yeah, five or six years old. If you were in college, that was my parents were like maybe a little bit, maybe five years older than kids who were in college. You know, it's like they were or maybe 10 years older. So like college kids, they were just grown adults to me. You know, it was just like they're they're gigantic. 
you know, and, and you realize when you're 21, you're still a clown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're still very much. A, I mean, you're getting I a little bit more feel like 30 is the true like I'm, a, I'm an adult now. Uh, well, I think we've talked about that. I mean, for me, and I've said this, they didn't drop till my early 30s, Keith. My, 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 my balls didn't drop till my early 30s, you know. That's the way it is with kids today. <laughs> so it's time for that drop. It's the, a good time for that drop always. And, uh, and I'll tell you what drops is these fucking boys' testicles when they get a good hit to the fucking torso. Yeah. Yeah. I'll drop your testicles, even if they're not, Ouch. even if they're not descended, that'll fucking unsend those boys. <laughs> yeah. So that, that my early thirties, cause I, I had my first career job. I had my uh, graduate degree. I'd gone through a certain seasoning. I felt, you know, I wasn't such, such an incredible pussy, you know, which I, you know, I was an incredible pussy, you know? Yeah. I, I had sort of chilled out a little bit on that. But. Chill dude. <laughs> a chill dude a little bit. <laughs> so yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Watching so, yeah. some of this. So I went to SoFi, yeah. the stadium of the Rams. Yeah. It's amazing. It's the first thing I said when I walked in there was just like, oh man, the bears need one of these. Yeah. Like you yeah. just look around like you're in a really nice library. Yeah. Like yeah. that really is. It's, it's a library of football. Too. Yeah. Yeah. And they've done well to like kind of. That's a good toss. It doesn't. Mm. Oh yeah. That's a good little cannon yeah. there. These, I mean, these kids are, they're fucking, their st- stepdads are torturing them, putting, yeah, putting them through re- reps <laughs> and shit like that. By the way, we had a little discussion on the spread offense last week. Thank you for exposing me to that. I appreciate that. But go back to your story. I'm trying to, I'm to trying so to far. make you like it more. Well, no, I, mean, you, I, I think the spread is, I think there's elements that are interesting and good about it. I, I just, uh, yeah. And we'll get into it talking about this game, this Rams yeah. game, because the Bears ran the ball like 47 times. So yeah. you'll be happy to they, they split it down the middle 50 50. Wow. And their pass game crow, not one pass, one over 10 yards. Yeah. That, attempted that. Well, that's that's when you uh, don't trust your quarterback. <laughs> that, that That is a very ominous sign. I know because the Wisconsin Badgers are doing that right now that, that, that they don't throw the ball more than 10 yards down the field. But we'll talk you about know? this stadium, though. Yeah. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Uh, it's fucking, it's just so big, but everything's close. Like most, I've been in some hulking fucking stadiums yeah. and you have to, like in Oakland, you have to go so far. Oh to yeah. Get, well that, that shitty old dual purpose yeah. crap stadium. It's but a this bad one, stadium. you kind of, you look to your right and left and there's always somewhere to eat. Yeah. Uh, anywhere you're at in the stadium, you can kind of see the field because the field is in a hole. The stadium itself yeah. is below the ground. Absolutely. So, so when you, you walk, oh, the yeah. second you walk into the stadium, you're on the top row. Yeah. Like you're looking down into the stadium. Yep. That, you have that, to go that, down to ground level. Uh, that's got to be an earthquake reason why it's designed probably that way too. You know, but, same as Dodger Stadium. Dodger Stadium is essentially attached to a fucking mountain. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The Dodger I, Stadium's warming on me because I hated it originally. Yeah. I'm a Wrigley Field boy. Exactly. Absolutely. And Dodger Stadium is now deemed a retro stadium. When I was a kid, we've talked about this. I maybe made this point. Uh, that was like a real cutting edge new stadium still. Dodger Stadium in 1977 when I was, it was like, whoa. Because it, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, a dual purpose stadium like I was I was used to the football baseball which made it a kind of an ugly stadium it was only a baseball stadium so it was like wow yeah. that's kind of a unique thing and now it's gotten like old but then now now it's charm though it's still got a charm to it's it it's got yeah. a charm to it you know you know yeah I hear you I I don't like driving over there doing lift uh, when when I have to drop people off it's oh impossible. crow we'll get into that it's quickly it's impossible we spent two hours trying uh, to get lifts we had to go to the fucking sizzler down in the corner yeah absolutely it, it did not go well. I had to drive 
drop someone off for the preseason game there. Was at the Sizzler the, or at the fucking stadium? No, no, at the stadium. I should have dropped. Them. I was going. I was in that parking lot for like an hour and twenty five minutes. The Sizzler, a long time. The Sizzlers where they were watching Sierra Canyon face Servite. It looks like. Yeah. Uh, this one college here. I'm gonna have to take out the wand for this. I don't know if you can see it, but uh, there's a logo below here. The people yeah. at home can see what I'm pointing at. You can't see the logo, but believe me when I say it looks like. Uh, looks like they're Latin Kings based on the logo. <laughs> you know what they say that, that those kids come to fucking town and everybody says, uh, you know, fuck, I got to really know where these fucking things are. Everybody, these boys come to town and everybody goes, <laughs> well, I mean, this, this is actually a pretty nice high school stadium. Oh yeah. You could tell you there's, know? they play soccer too. They got the big yellow lines for the high yeah. school soccer, the bitch of fucking high school sports. Yeah. The yeah. technical Emmy of high school sports. <laughs> you still got to have it. You know, it's part of the whole thing. Look at their numbers. I don't know. Yeah, they look I mean, like the King's English and shit like yeah, that. They got these wild street numbers. <laughs> yeah. These wild street boys. You know something. They all got the same face mask now. <laughs> Old people will love bitching about anything. So the stadium. <laughs> exactly. So we go in. It's underground. Even when I would fly over it, when I first moved to L.A., when you when I would fly back and forth, yeah. like I saw the building of the stadium as you fly overhead. And when I flew over it, yep. it was just the the like skeleton of the structure. Yeah. And you'd look at this big hole with beams in it. And yeah. you go, that how's that going to be a stadium? Yeah. Like It looked like a big God. it looked too small, like the yeah. hole looked too like too small of a circle where I'm like, that's. Yeah, the field can't even. But I was four thousand feet in the air. In an yeah, airplane. yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so the stadium is kind of built on top of this hole. Yeah. Um, and we were in the nosebleeds. Uh, it was pretty. The th- there's lame things like they yell, uh, "Whose house?" and everybody goes, "Rams house." Oh God! But they also do it for Chargers games. Uh-huh. Same chant, but in- yeah. instead of Rams house, it's Chargers house. Yeah. So whenever they were yelling Rams house, I would go. The Chargers play here too. <laughs> that's, that, that's a good line. That's yeah, a good line. That and then works. I did it on the concourse leaving the game because yeah. I was, you know, I got to do something. They just cream the Bears. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this guy was screaming it on the concourse, and I was just, just like, "The Rams are the Chargers also play here?" And I got a few laughs. laughs. Yeah, yeah, that's and, good. And the one guy behind me goes, "You need to yell louder, bro." Uh, and uh alicia looks at him and goes obviously you heard him if you're responding yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> and then i heard that's, some a, that's a good man. line yeah that was a good line that it's funny because it's the truth you know exactly so he said it loud enough it got through yeah yeah exactly it's funny it's <laughs> funny so good uh, line though good line yeah. you gotta get a line in you know yeah, exactly. so we wait there's two lines you go you leave the stadium and there's like a pickup area i also think an nfl office is there because there's oh, a yeah, building yeah. that just says national football league absolutely on it. absolutely yeah. they, they have a big presence out here absolutely yeah. yeah so the league office is also at this stadium yeah yeah i think i think there's there's definitely some they up, got the league office out here you know what i'm saying well the nfl network is based in la you know, so there's that kind yeah. of connection. You mean too. the globalist football league? <laughs> I tell you what, football translates so well to television. Even this high school production right here actually looks kind of good. You know, there's good lighting in this. You know, you oh, can see Oh, I mean, see it's it, on ESPN. You know? They need to fucking bring it up. We got two listeners. Welcome in, everybody. Come on in. Come join on join in, the party, brother. But yeah, so so you went. What, what I'm imagining, you you and Elisa going into the state. Here's what I'm imagining. I'm imagining the opening scene to the movie Logan's Run. 
Oh, it came out like in 1976. Or Blade Runner, where there's people selling weird soups. Yeah, yeah, in tents. And, yeah, exactly. And Edward like, and James almost telling him, "Don't do it." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, making frozen eyeballs and shit. You know, yeah. yeah there's, there's a real. I mean, it's that's such an L.A. Because again, Dodger Stadium. We were talking about it. Dodgers. That was like the space age. It was the jet age. When that, I think I want to say Dodger Stadium. Did it open like in 62? I love a good jet age. Uh, Yeah, because they played in the Coliseum for a while. Yeah, exactly. I think in 59, when they beat the White Sox in the World Series, I think they played in the Coliseum. I think like left field was like 265 feet or something. So one one of the poles was that short. But uh, but the, you know it, it's a very jet age looking stadium. You know what I mean? The the architecture look of it was such a like cutting edge kind oh, of. Oh, you the fucking seats are orange and shit. Yeah, yeah, and just like they, I don't know. And the, I love the, the every crowns every layer of Dodger Stadium. I like because one's yellow, one's blue, one's orange. It was like they were like whatever colors hype in the future we'll have one of them yeah I'm yeah sure. <laughs> well and, and that yeah, in the that, 70s it was orange the there the orange <laughs> level is like the fucking the walls of a 70s suburban home that's such a the God. paneling that, <laughs> yeah. that's the paneling section of dodger well, stadium orange's heyday was the 1970s without yeah. a doubt as a color orange, orange was it's heyday was like the show or- 75 i'd say it was orange they should have a, do- a show about a dodger fan called <laughs> orange is the new section 202 <laughs> Because uh, absolutely, yeah, that, that kind of <laughs> fire, or, that earth tone. I can't tell you. That's why the '80s was such a shit. Where it was such a ninety degree like uh, pivot, you know, of just like we're gonna have really bright like pastelly colors. And, you because know, because the the earth tones had just died out maybe four or five years before that. Like v- like late, very late seventies, very early eighties was still kind of like the earth tone look. But then like new wave became like a music, you know, missing persons and shit, you know, became like wearing gobs of makeup like in 82 there was a definite shift wouldn't it be funny know? if this dystop- letting you all know what the i think it'd be funny if dystopian future actually caught on and people's <laughs> home just had rubble in it and shit like that but it was like on purpose and stylish <laughs> what why at this point why not you know what i mean it's just, i mean so, you, you can just get a 3d printer and just make your own movie set for your your interior design a couple more things It'd about the stadium yeah then we'll get into the game yeah. and you could bitch about the vikings and sure. just overall week two football exactly <clears throat> this tv screen on the roof is insane it's like the length of the whole roof. Man. It's so loud. The speakers at the stadium are so fucking loud. Yeah. Like you almost have to squint your eyes. You're not falling asleep at a game. Yeah. It'll yeah. blast you out. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, your eardrum is like a couple douchebag LA fans. The people sitting next to us were clearly not there for football. Just there to try and get on TV because it's on ESPN. Anytime the Rams would do well, this dude would sit up and thrust his dick in the air. Wow. And his yeah. girlfriend was with him, and they would like pull down their mask and kiss all the time. This fucking pussy was drinking White Claw and shit. This fucking <laughs> pussy was drinking a White Claw. God, God, that just sounds. Again, I would go there and just feel like an old man. You know, I mean. <laughs> no, there were. We you were know? sitting next to an elderly person. This guy was asked, "Who like who's in now?" Oh yeah, he was really, cool. Yeah. Had a yeah. pair of binoculars on some on a, on a set of neck suspenders. You, you, you brought binoculars to a game in 1979. When I went to a game, <laughs> you bring binoculars when was a sat, perfectly acceptable thing to do. Sitting in them cookie cutters. Uh, well, well, but back then it was like the, the angles were so shitty. You had to watch. You had to kind of work to watch the game. I have a feeling the sight lines at the stadium are like really good. There's no like poles. The, yeah, it's all just open. Yeah, yeah no yeah, exactly. poles. It's a big bowl. You know. Here's the best part, and yeah. this is even this isn't even an in stadium thing. Yeah, they project the game onto the roof for planes flying overhead. 
Wow. Wow. That's fucking futuristic and insane. Yeah, absolutely. That is. That is. Yeah, that totally is. It's got what an absolutely aggressive, gaudy thing to do, though. It's garish, you know. It's garish. Oh, it's definitely the well, and even just the idea that like it's so the it's so the planes flying overhead could see. Like, how do you know they want? They first of all, depending on where you're flying, you can't even see the stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be flying in from yeah Chicago that route going over when you're landing. Sometimes you can. Yeah, you have to like lean over. You have to be in a wind and like lean over and down. Yeah. You can, yeah. though, but it's just it's just one of those like unnecessary like we need. We have all these fucking LED light bulbs on this roof, so we yeah. have to use it for something. Wow. Wow. Think of the electricity. Think of the electricity. It takes oh, dude, your like, cell phone service is just kaput in that fucking stadium. Yeah. Yeah. It's non-existent. You're not you're not using your cell phone Which, when you're inside there. Isn't that a design flaw? Is that a problem? I mean, every stadium has bad cell phone service, but it's not it's not handy. Uh, because it, it, it's because of all the collection of everyone's cell phones being in close proximity. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's very picturesque, though, too, because you yeah. want to text pictures to people, but of it course. takes forever to send taking yeah. a lift like it cuts out just standing in the parking lot. So after the game, <sighs> we're fucking standing there for multiple hours trying to catch a lift. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I know I, I, it was I, fucking yeah. crazy. We yeah. finally we, you have to pay $80. You finally get back. It, it, it was wild. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, it, it was I dropped someone off there for the first preseason game game between the Chargers and Niners. And there was, I mean, it was sold out because it was the first game they were playing. There. And I got caught in that parking lot for almost an hour and a half. Yeah. Maybe I, me- maybe I mentioned that before. They before pitch about the, the traffic and Crow just looks back and he goes, well, hello, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Portland is a long way. But yeah, that was, I didn't like driving over there. I don't like driving to the stadiums here. The traffic is terrible. The guy I drove if with. If you can master that technology. I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh, no, you're fine. If you can master the technology, if you could somehow figure out how to get crisp cell phone service when all the phones are clo- in close proximity like that, if you could somehow design. I don't know how you would do that. I'm sure there's someone probably trying to work on that. If you could do that, that would be a real breakthrough, wouldn't it? Oh, totally. I mean, you, you could send your and, and have almost instantaneous. And where it's when it's a you know how many how many uh, fans does it see? How many people can sit sit in the stadium? I don't get. Let's get an exact number on that because I think close to eighty thousand because I wow. think it's the highest in the league. Well, no, I think uh, Dallas is. I believe. I think that Cowboy Stadium. I think seats like I want to say it's like ninety four seventy thousand expandable to up to one hundred one hundred thousand two hundred forty for the oh, Super Bowl. Wow! Wow! So they have that capacity. So yeah, AT and T Stadium is eighty thousand seats. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. But SoFi has lot. like there's the YouTube theater attached to it that's separate. It's just insane. Uh, yeah, Rams fans are pieces of shit. They're either like insane cholo maniacs or yeah. they just have never heard of football. There's no <laughs> in between. Yeah, I believe that. <laughs> I will say about I mean bear, you know. As much as I used to bitch about Bears fans sometimes, not a lot. I actually liked them. As far as a fan base goes, I like them a hell of a lot more than Green Bay's fan base. There's no doubt about it because I just feel like there's a certain, they've been around for, I don't know, there's a certain Chicago-ness to yeah. it that I respect, you know? Got I mean, to see Justin Fields. I'm sick of these uh, wuss San Francisco I'm, coaches. Got to see Justin Fields' first NFL touchdown. Uh, the crowd, you could hear That it. was fantastic. I mean, how many Chicago fans do you think were there? A lot were flying in. Um, I mean, probably a third of the stadium. I was a Chicago yeah, fan because when he scored, it was loud. We all when came late. We all came late because we're used to being in a city where you could fucking walk around. Yeah, exactly. Uh, she was going to the game and she texted me and she was like, "Do Rams fans exist?" And then we walk into the stadium and they were all just there. Like you wow. can tell, Rams fans showed up at four o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Wow. 
Yep. Yeah. Even earlier, too, because the yeah. game started at 520 our time. Yep. And I mean, I'm sure it was a live. party. Yeah. I'm just got I Here's another cool thing about the stadium. Then we could talk about the game. There's no air conditioning. It's built to lift the heat up and shoot it out the two open ends of the stadium. So every now and again, you just feel a whoosh of a breeze go past you because it cycles out the air. That's kind of nice. so futuristic. Yeah. Yeah. So aside from the lack of being able to use futuristic technology in the stadium, (laughs) it's a futuristic place. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, no, no. I I mean, it sounds like, I mean, it's fantastic. Uh, Yeah, I'd like to go. Check it out. I don't know. I think we, she, I'm not going to take credit. Yeah. What? 185 a pop for the tickets? Yeah, the tickets for the game came up like 400. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad though. Yeah. Like for two people. Yeah. Yeah. They got weird food though. There's no like nachos and burgers. It's like chicken tinga burritos. It is, but like they don't. I feel like there's no random. It's all like named places. Like they have deals with the like it's specific food items. You can't go get. You can't. I have. I didn't see one stand where it's just a hot dog with onions on top and ketchup and mustard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's like that's classic stadium fare that every stadium has to have. You got to have a, a burger, uh, uh, maybe a brat, maybe a brat. Certainly in the Midwest, a brat. Uh, you, you have to have a hot dog. Got to have that. Got to have a dog. Some here. Italian sausage might be in You know, some sort of other third item might be in there. Some know? Italian sausage. <laughs> so, know. but aside from that, I got to see Justin Fields' first touchdown. He looked uh, good. They, he looked effective, unlike Andy Dalton. Yeah. Even I, I was sitting below uh, above two Bears fans. We were kind of in the visitor section, but yeah. Dalton throws a pass for five yards. And I just go, throw the goddamn ball downfield. And two people looked up and were like, right? Yeah. yeah like, I think yeah. everyone noticed by the second quarter, yeah. I think Everyone collectively was like, they're not throwing the ball far. Well, exactly. Because because they, they don't. Uh, Dalton doesn't have an arm anymore. It, he ain't it's the over. red rifle anymore. Yeah, it, he's the it, fucking over. peach There's, fucking the peach fucking pea shooter. If he had a, if he still had a rifle like that, he'd still be playing for Cincinnati. And he's not. So and, he, so, and now he's been bounced around the league. After the yeah. second time they put Fields in, they, they started chanting, we want Justin. We want oh, really? Justin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I've heard there's internal pressure now where like yeah. the offensive coordinator has basically said without saying that they said uh, if there's if you see Justin Fields show improvement in this next game because they're going to throw him in in packages again. Yeah. They're like, do you think he should start? And Bill Lazor said. I thought he looked good coming out of preseason, so I don't th- I don't see anything different to change that. Yeah, yeah, and that's all he said. And then I guess even Ted Phillips, idiot Ted Phillips, is even <laughs> mad at Nagy for not starting Justin Phillips. Yeah, or Justin Fields. Yeah, 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 Justin yeah, F- yeah, Fields. Yeah, yeah they. I, I will say, watching that, I, the way he when he scored his touchdown, he looked very smooth and quick and decisive and decisive. Oh, and he cut that I mean, corner yeah, ahead yeah, of the it's defender. Like, it's so, it's so much more. It's just you have a you're more confident when he's on the field. Yeah. The second he stepped onto the field, everyone in the stands was like, "Oh, yeah, absolutely." You know, you know, yeah. It's I, I think he's got to be in by no later than week four. No later than week. Four. I read an article today about the, how the Giants are fucking retarded for letting the Bears trade out of that spot because they need a quarterback. <laughs> oh man, they are. They're a bad. The NFC East is terrible. It's really bad. bad. It's not good. So here you know? we here we are. Yes. What did you think about your Vikings, Crocus? Oh, God, I just they're just a. You know, two months ago, when they made a bunch of defensive signings and they, and they still had Darishaw, you know, their first round pick, and I was like. I was like, okay, they're they're trying to get some some talent. They get they got to get a talent infusion. 
on the team. And, and I'm like, okay, I'm excited about this. This is going to work out. And then ever since the uh, the Kirk Cousins not getting vaccinated, I've just lost faith in them more and more and more ever since early August. My brother and I are just, we're very down on them. Uh, their offensive line is, is, is an abomination to the sport of football. Uh, and, and, and along with their GM. Ten penalties their, you their said GM, across the offensive line. Yeah, they had, okay, so <laughs> they had ten penalties. Each offensive lineman, each offensive lineman had a holding penalty and each had a false start penalty. And so, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they had, ten, they had ten penalties on their offensive line. They had 16 penalties and 12 were, you know, called. These kids Four got more restraint than that. These young pe- boys got more restraint than that. It, it's just, false starts are inexcusable. They're an inexcusable penalty. I get it if you're in a loud stadium, but it's inexcusable. You, you cannot do a false start. And when they get down on the one-yard line, I have absolutely no faith that they're going to score. Absolutely no faith whatsoever they're going to score. They're going to somehow fuck it up down there. And they got ahead in the game. But, they, they I mean, the Bengals are a bad football team. You have to be able to beat bad football teams. I mean, they're called the Bungles. Now. Again, the Bungles are a bad football team. They've been in last place back to back. Oh, I don't know. You see, I knew them playing them early in the season. The Bengals don't realize they suck yet. So I know if they lose this game and they're playing Arizona tomorrow, Arizona's first home game, Arizona waxed the Titans. Dude, Kyler Murray looks like the real deal. I, and he's I'm five foot six and can fucking sling that ball around. Yeah, yeah. No, he's a good, he's a great athlete. He's like a black Doug Flutie. He's, he's a water bug quickness. I mean, he just darts around. Douglas you know? Flutie. Doug, yeah, exactly. Uh, he's better than he's better than Flutie. Flutie was a good quarterback, actually, underrated quarterback. Uh, probably in the wrong time. Flutie would be good for this time. He'd be a good spread guy, which is they kind of did that in Canada, I think. You know, when he, when he won the oh MVP yeah, I mean there. Warren he, Moon know. was the king of fucking. Was he the first dual? Was Warren Moon a dual threat at all, or was he just no, a straight no, cannon? no, no? He had a, his arm was a howitzer, and that's kind of the, is they wanted him to come in and like, well, you're not like a fast black guy. You're not like oh, they wanted him. to make him a defensive back. They could the NFL. Could not fathom a black quarterback. This they is could Doug not. Williams, right? Uh, this is right when Doug Williams came in. Doug Williams, it was like, holy shit, there's a black quarterback? When I was a kid, I mean, I have distinct conversations. Maybe you did too. Watching games, my father would be like, you know, they're too immature. They're always whining, you know. <laughs> I mean, just bitching about the concept of a black quarterback. You know, it's just like, wow. Like 1979. So it wasn't. A, so Moon was Moon had to play in Canada for five years or six years. The the Edmonton Eskimos won all these championships because of him. He has he had an absolute howitzer for an arm. He said he liked playing up there, though, I think, because it wasn't as racist. It was a little more chill. He could just play. A little more chill, know? baby. Uh, but then when he, when he went to Houston and they were like, you're going to throw the watermelon? You're like, like, like literally making jokes like He went that. to Houston and he was like, oh, no. Because <laughs> exactly. that's, that's Warren Moon's inner monologue is, is Australian. <laughs> oh, no. Is Yahoo serious? Was that, you know? No, that's a fucking guy. That's this. Oh, that's out of the ground. That's gone. It's downtown. It's on my car. It is. It's on my car. car. That's hilarious, man. And then they go on and on because it actually did hit his car. And he goes, it's a rental. (laughs) What was that? Is he doing a cricket 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 match? match? Yeah. Yeah. Because there's this cricket call where this guy loses his fucking shit. Like I have absolutely met- loses his mind. There's so many rules. I tr- I purposely just don't understand the rules to cricket because it's yeah. insane. Oh, it's when you go to a sports bar or a bar in, in London, 
cricket is on. Like it's it like is baseball. a sport. Yeah, it baseball is, a, is American cricket. And plus, it, you know, there's Indian teams, Pakistani teams, all all the empire matches take three all, weeks. You know, yeah, and they have like tea breaks and shit. They can sit down and they have a t- they drink. Look at these tea. guys right here. How many of these boys you think got CTE right now? Ugh, I tell you what. I tell you what. The, I tell you what. CTE is a. Uh, Everson Griffin, talking about the Minnesota Vikings still. Everson Griffin uh, uh, is on the uh, concussion protocol because I guess he swerved to avoid a deer in his car uh, and got into a car accident. Uh, That's bullshit. That's not what happened. That is a made-up lie Oh, he was playing chicken in his Ferrari or something like that. Because his brain is scrambled and he's making weird decisions. Outrunning outrunning literal ghosts. this This is a guy who two years ago jumped out of a moving uh, emergency vehicle going 45 miles an hour and rolled on the highway. And, and then he, he survived that. He got caught like in a, in a motel, like, you know, a couple hours later. He had, he's had psychotic incidences. His brain has been scrambled, is the point. The CTE, he's going to be, honestly, he's going to be hanging from an overpass somewhere uh, in, in a couple years. He, his brain is truly scrambled. And, and that franchise is a damned franchise. They're not good. Very frustrating because they actually have some decent players. They really do. They have like seven or eight, I would say, quality NFL football players, but they don't have a lot of depth because they're not very well run. Uh, there's a real disconnect in the coaching staff and management. Their offensive line is in. And then their first round pick, uh, now it's a season ending in- injury. He's, he's out for the season. It's like, well, I have nine surgeries. They didn't even have to say that it's he just was fucking like, done he, he hasn't even played a snap and this tells me he's not durable you know it's just what it's also you're young going in you're going into a league with grown-ass men tough grizzled men at like 22 trying to take them on your body hasn't fully matured yet even though you are 320 pounds you know it's like you're still you know you're you're only four years away from this age group or six years away you know yeah, it's, you're still growing, you know, so you're prone to injury. So th- they're they're screwed. Uh, I think they're going to have some real problems. I, I think this is good. This is going to be a it feels like the last year of a regime. Uh, this could be a coaching change year, which it's only one game. How can you say that? It's not good. It is. Uh, it's not good. The, the, I mean, I some feel like the, just the last name Zimmer is too old school. Oh, he's uh, this is the year of the of, of the cliffs and the Kingsburys and the and Lincoln Rileys. These dudes with soft ass names. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Not. We're well, getting Sim- we're getting Liam Jackson in here. You remember when my, my brother says he's just like he would have been a great coach in the eighties. He's just like the game is passing by. They don't have a slot receiver because they go they run power eye. They have no run pass options. They don't have a single play. We a run, run pass option. Anything, Why wouldn't you have a couple looks like that? Anytime just give the look two or running, three times. If you're running an offense with a letter from the alphabet or frame in it yeah you're done what, what, what any what? sort of i write or b frame offense <laughs> we run the c adjustment you're gonna get fucking well, seen out the door well no what they say is, is that run pass option is, is an rpo run pass option plays he's so old school he doesn't want to do do this any anything that has anything that has wafts of the spread he won't do he, he he's an old fart and he's not he's not an offensive guy. He's a defensive guy. He's yeah. one of these guys who I don't understand why it's so difficult for some coordinators to become good head coaches. I don't understand why that's such a leap for some people. I don't know. It's watching it's the Minnesota Vikings. It's just we'll be right back to the music after these important words about death. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, 
I don't know. I, 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 I'm not optimistic. And if eight like and if, nine, if, can no, they go eight and nine? No, I, I, I think you know, they got to play the, uh, the NFC West and the, that's uh, the dude, those you know, AFC and NFC West divisions are fucking insane. Yeah, they're good. And, and I think they got to play both of them. You know, oh, no. Look at that guy, no. wide eyed, just seeing stars. They got to play the, the, they gotta play the AFC North. Look at his so, tribal yeah. tattoo. What is he, Dwayne Johnson? Oh, Jacob <laughs> Manu. This guy's from the islands. Yeah, he probably is. 5'11, yeah. 210. He'll put on fucking steroid weight by the time he's a senior. Oh, no, no. Yeah. These dudes become just fucking, they get their Samoan man tits and they just fucking become <laughs> offensive linemen. No, no, no. He'll, he looks, he, he'd be like a manti tail. He'll gain like, 20 to 30 pounds yeah he's gonna totally effective like he'll be 230 240 create a fake girlfriend become famous that (laughs) what a bizarre famous catfish what what a bizarre story he gave the show legs i mean that tv show wouldn't exist if it wasn't for man he he made up a girlfriend he got and he got well he didn't make her up he got fooled he got catfished it's so people oh he did yeah people he was was like mess basically he was messaging with a girl that he had never met and was ashamed so he told people that he had met her but never had and it was just oh, a fake person oh god yeah i, I could see that happening oh it happens yeah, to people yeah, all the yeah, time yeah, they yeah, get spinsters yeah. like that for retirement money yeah yeah they, they, well they were coming after me he loves me they, they, they were coming after me when i met my month of tinder which was a complete disaster people think they're dating fucking sir richard branson and shit and they fucking <laughs> yeah yeah oh god what, what, a, what a dishonest thing to do there's got to be some way of regulating that can't there be of some way of like, of like, you know, stopping that from occurring. You're just yeah. nakedly taking advantage of someone, you know? That, 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 I mean, that, that, that I don't know. That shouldn't be legal. I, yeah, I but you got to get into screening. You're getting through it through means, legal means of just. I, mean, I got catfished by a woman, absolutely. Uh, through, through the. Uh, Did through you the know you were out. doing it? Uh, Did you I, know it was happening? I didn't know it was happening. It took me a couple days to figure it out. And I'm like, oh, she's coming after my money. It took me a couple days to figure it out. Hell yeah. And he's you know? got a lot of it, boys. He's, he's no, fucking. I, I wish he's I did. The receipt. Yeah, I wish I did. We're talking. Over five figures. Uh, no, I'm not over. Oh, yeah, I am over five. Yeah, 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 I am. yeah, yeah, absolutely. But that's not a lot of money. It's funny. So he would <laughs> that's do not a lot would, of money for people. We would be at open mics in Chicago and he would drop his fucking ATM receipt and it would be like, holy fuck, more money I've ever seen in my life. And he'd be bragging. And then he would come back five minutes later and go. Forty-five years old, I really should have more money than that. Because <laughs> it's the truth. I mean, if I would have committed myself to my career, we were I'd twenty-four. Have double, I'd have double the money. We were twenty-four and easily impressed, and he's fucking being like, "No, I should have several hundred thousand dollars." Yeah, exactly. Away. That's what you should. Because I'm giving you the ammunition to take me down. Is what, I, what I'm, I'm just like. Because it's like, don't do that. Don't don't be a braggart about. The, if you saw it now, you'd be like, "Ooh, Adam." You're getting a little well, thin we're there. approaching apocalyptic times. You know, so I mean, you see someone that's got double digit thousand uh, dollars. You're like, holy fuck! It, it, it is. Uh, yeah, I tell you what. Yeah, it's. I'm. I'm. I'm pessimistic about the future. Look at this guy in the lower middle class. I know. I know. I know. Jesus. I know. If I would have committed myself, but I, you know, look at that shrimp out there. Yeah, I know. Out there like a little fucking Allen Iverson. That, yeah, that guy's like a hundred what, hundred and fifty pounds. Gotta be. You know. They got Ryan Reynolds as the quarterback. You know, the, <laughs> he's like the white. He's getting laid and stuff. You know? So we got stuff happening. Getting laid in high school, uh, consistently in high school. Getting Norm laid. McDonald died. Yeah. T- so yeah. we can talk about Norm, but while we do it, I figure I got a, a thing up my butt. I got I got an idea up my butt to do cancer episodes of because cancer again, reveals. That's how. Big yeah. reveals in TV. Uh, the one I remember most is this thing we're about to watch, skip around on right now, is uh, season five, episode 22 of Home Improvement. Uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas's character thinks he has a tumor in this episode. 
Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> look at those fucking 90s jeans and belt. That look was really date. That was not cool. I-, I didn't dress that way in the 90s. I was a little more hip than that. You didn't dress what way? Uh, the way Tim Allen dresses. Like, like, oh, you know. with the high atop, je- with the and, high and jeans. Yeah. Bad, that bad belt. And that shirt's there with the white buttons. That's a bad shirt, too. I'll tell you what, though. Old Brad was really, really on the cutting edge with that man bun. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That is a hairdo <laughs> everybody is using right now. It is. It's a look. Oh, yeah. That's, it, it, you know, I'm not again. I'm not shitting on it. He looks good. I guess we talked about Aaron. Listen, for those of us who listened last week, all three of you, we talked about Aaron Rodgers, I guess, has a man bun now, but he was doing it for a commercial. I think it was a gag. I think he just found a flavor that'll never catch on. Oh. So Ooh, is it, we're it, talking about the flavor of dick. No, he's not. Is it, it's, it's, it's 1996. Yeah, probably yeah. around there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 90. Just 25 years ago. Uh, I don't know if we got the rights to this song. So what do you feel about Norm? Did you were you were a Norm fan, huh? You know, it's interesting you mentioned that. I, I, I thought Norm McDonald was pretty funny. I wasn't a huge fan of his, but his Twitter feed would be funny because he oh, was a great. big, he's he was a big a big, gambling addict. He's such that, that's he would do like the last round of golf matches and stuff, like, oh my god, he's down by a string. He would do play by play, and I thought it was so again, it's because he's a gambling junkie, and for that reason, I thought he was kind of funny. Like that that was kind of Well, a funny, that's how it kind of looks. So he got it got announced that he had cancer and he had been keeping cancer from his fucking family. And yeah, he had cancer for nine years and didn't tell anybody like that's kind of an impressive fucking secret. Wow. So but you look at his Twitter feed and he hadn't tweeted any gambling shit since July. Uh, so you were like oh fuck and then like he was even weird with covid like he was he would literally do hours and in, in a hazmat suit and everybody thought like oh it's just being norm bits yeah but you're like no he had cancer and needed to work to pay to for his cancer but it <laughs> couldn't be out and could like that's insane to think that he had to go on tour during covid to pay for his cancer treatment oh, but he had to wear a hazmat suit to not die of cancer while he was on tour to pay for his cancer treatment did, did he not have good health insurance he lost half his money gambling he would lose hundreds of thousands of dollars Oh, I knew yeah. his opener. He was a friend of mine. Yeah. And who, who, who was the opener? Jeremy McKiernan. Oh, okay, okay. Very funny kid. But he told me that there was like Norm's people would say like, you are not allowed to give Norm money. You, you can't hand him any cash. He's literally that much of a gambling addict. Yeah. Wow. What a fucking thing. You know, what was a, what a, I mean, what an addiction to have a gambling addiction. I, 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 I wrestle with gambling a little bit. I was never good at it. I could not make money. Yeah, I, with football, I I, I sometimes I think you, toy with it. You know, I think it's repetition. Like I think it's yeah. honestly just like you know you just do it so much that you you lose a little bit and then you win and then you lose a little bit and then you win. The, the CBS Sports app is great because it's a very gambling centric sports information, but they got good highlights and they have a good flow of information. You can get a glean off a lot of good numbers on it, but they talk gambling hardcore without a doubt. You know, but yeah. So Norm dying, I was. Uh, my brother was affected by it. He thought, he thought Norm was pretty funny. I wasn't a huge fan of his. I got to be honest with you. I wasn't a huge fan. I, I thought he like, was good. Well, I that thought was he was one good. thing, too. Because, so a bunch of well, comics, obviously, I, I you know, the ones that knew him, I, I get it. But yeah. I feel like there were people that I know that, you know, everybody was acting like they've been Norm fans for life. Like everybody's put like, no, nobody my age was watching the Norm OJ weekend <laughs> update when they were kids. We were six. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was. I was. I, get, a, I, get a, I, I didn't watch Saturday Night Live then because it was so bad. 
It was so bad post like Mike Myers, Sandler, you know, Farley uh, Hartman and Jan Hooks, them all leaving. It, I thought it was so bad that I didn't watch it's it. It's so funny. On the, I've just noticed the way you have the mic. It looks like you're Liam Gallagher in Oasis. You're like, <laughs> you're and like maybe up on it. you can pull it down a little bit if you saves want. Me. Like if you want to like. And after all. <laughs> yeah. You're my one. That they were huge in the mid 90s oh yeah that meant mean, blur blur exactly there was like a british rivalry which camp were you in you know they made like a bullshit. i didn't know that at the time and it, yeah. i honestly can i be honest with you yeah the both because that's like a big thing like when those both those albums came out in england everybody was like holy shit this is fucking insane yeah but like both of those albums have like three good songs off of them each yeah Oasis is is just so mediocre. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never was a huge Oasis. Well, fan. them being pieces of shit is more interesting than the actual music. <laughs> Plus, they were trying to like turn them into like this Beatles. Like they, they had like videos of like yellow submarines and stuff that they're right. in. It's like, okay, we get it. You're trying to say they're like How the Beatles. Twenty four hours. I think real positive. Just hope those tests come out proven. Okay, that, here um, we go. It's due normally. That's nothing. So. Uh, so, so it's either, either. I'm not there to Randy's neck. What's the matter? It's about the doctor. Dr. Medwick wanted the extra blood test because he was concerned about something that he felt in Randy's neck. What did he feel? Some swelling. Swelling? Yeah. So he sent us across the hall. This, this, is, uh, this is a notch above back to school. Back to school, after school, special. kind of a lump? A lump on his thyroid gland. She said they're usually benign. Oh, God. No, benign's the good one. Oh, good. But there is a chance. Because he's an idiot. It could be. Look at those pants, man. Acid wash, too. Oh. He was. You can't even see where his penis is. Tim Allen was. God, he is. Tell you what, man. His age showed huge that last sitcom he had. It was like he was out of touch, man. He had lost it. Time had passed him by. You know, he'd gotten old. Oh yeah, you know totally he was normal. huge. Never oh, liked him. Boy, never liked so, him. So it's all. either either a, a lump or hypothymaster. <laughs> Thyroidism. He, he uh, <laughs> God. There's yeah. a, a uh, third possibility. What a, what a, what a groaner joke. Well, you could tell he was in control of the creative because that's just that's the the comedy to combat the seriousness is like yeah. I mispronounced the words. Exactly. It's kind of it'll be, you know, it'll be lighthearted. Yep. Yeah, I mean, people loved this show. The show was huge. But the famous part of this show is that uh, this famously came on before the premiere of Dana Carvey's show. Oh, yeah. So Dana Carvey, not only were they hyping it up as this edgy ass fucking comedy show, which it was. I mean, the opening sketch is Bill Clinton te- sucking on the teats of a fucking wolf. Yeah. Or no, feeding puppies with teats. He had like several titties because he let Louis C.K. and fucking Robert Smigel like head up the writing room. So it was insane. <laughs> so then they put it on. They premiere it after Home Improvement, which is family hour. Yes. And then after the episode where fucking Jonathan Taylor Thomas cries on television. <laughs> <laughs> they did nothing to cleanse the palate. It's like, boom, we're going to go into no. the, uh, in and the Dana And if you Carvey look back show. on it, the Dana Carvey show is better than SNL. It's like this fucking subversive, edgy, yeah. like still clean comedy show because it's on ABC. Yeah. And it just fucking never had legs because it premiered after Home Improvement every yeah, week. Yeah, its slot was bad. It had a bad oh, slot. Oh, yeah. Yep. Fucking could have made a dick joke right there. Yeah, Look at fucking old Rand Dog heard. 
now we have to kill randy <laughs> he knows <laughs> yeah yeah exactly this is it it's a family what, what did he say tim makes jokes to, to what are you doing? i want to hear all that yeah. we won't find much in there <laughs> Because uh, he ate it all. He's a crazy man. And he ate it all. It oh, Tim. God. God. So let's a- go to where he finds out that he's got the goiter. I don't yeah. think they've. Let's see. Here we go. Hold on. John, he, he, like, he was definitely like a little girl heartthrob. Right? He's like a Christian now, I think. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Christian performers. I gotta say something too. Even funny kids, they didn't ever say like joke. Like no one ever was just like, oh, it was just a joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think the word joke ever came out of my mouth. I made jokes, but like I've never met a kid that was like, relax. I'm just joking. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's, that's obviously like a, a that's like a, yeah. a like you're getting into adult when you're starting to acknowledge your humor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that was a 25-year-old writing for a 14-year-old character, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I've never once met a kid who, when they said something sarcastic to their parents, goes, yeesh, I'm just doing a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you just fucking get mad because your parents are fucking gay. Yeah, yeah. And don't understand your fucking shit. So if it's not a goiter, then what is it? It also could be hypothyroidism, which just means that you have an underactive thyroid. And you're a midget. A pill every day. A very small one. So you guys are treat me like this all because I might have to take a pill? No. There's also the other op. Yeah. Uh-oh. Honey. This will be a moment. We didn't want to worry you until the re- test results came back, but there's also a small chance. A very small chance. That you might have a lump on your thyroid that uh, eventually would have to be removed. So I'd need an operation? A very small. <laughs> Just a warm father. A scar? A very small. <laughs> Dr. Kaufman is going to call by six o'clock tonight. Uh, Mr. Yeah. Mrs. Allen, your son's going to jail for selling cocaine. <laughs> a, a very small sentence. Very small one. Right. He's a very small doctor. <laughs> well, uh, I, I better get to school. Ooh, um, um, well, you know, you can stay home if you want today, honey. We could just talk. Well, or... There's nothing to talk about. I'm fine. What about the arcade? I really shouldn't miss history. Oh, okay. He's a serious Just let kid. me live my bleach blonde haired life. <laughs> I gotta go buy sun in, Mom. Bye. Where, where is, is his home? Where They're was in his, Michigan. This oh, is suburban Michigan? Detroit. Yeah, because yeah. he's, he's right. from Michigan. He had a jail sentence. He was in no, jail. He was old fucking blow. Yeah, from, from the age of 26 to 29. I mean, you're, you're older. You're not, you know, you weren't 18 or 20 when you fucked up. You were 26 when you fucked up. That, that, that's a different age. Ooh, you should have known My dad better. loved Heidi. Oh, yeah. Every Heidi. You know, Pamela Anderson was a Heidi. Absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of people don't know that. That Pamela was a Heidi. <laughs> you know, Tim, far be it for me to criticize. Dude, this guy right here is in Hallmark movies. Oh, of course. They get a- Richard Karn for Hallmark. That's yeah. a big get now. Yeah. He's a perfect example of someone who is a fucking nothing actor <laughs> that is just the star of some fucking Hallmark movies. I- I'm sure he's making a good living. I'm sure he's making a good, you know, he's, he's living. You know, good for him. <laughs> fucking just coming in, fucking. That's the way it is with kids today. <laughs> he walks in on set and he's just like, "Well, hello, Larry." <laughs> yeah. Hello, Larry. 
So yeah, cancer reveal episodes. Have I let you Ones down that, in any oh, way? I'm trying to think what cancer reveal episodes I had. This song is good. I remember. Right Buddy, come on. Because huh? of Norm dying from cancer. Yeah, what we had, what, what anything else on Norm you were thinking about what we had? Um, I, we can watch some of his OJ shit, but there's a good yeah. scene here where he cries. Yeah. Where Jonathan Taylor Thomas proclaims that he doesn't want to die. Oh, it's just before here. Here it is. This is great. Mom and I are worried about you. You know when you would go to an arcade to fucking let loose? (laughs) Dude, fuck. What do you mean? Going to Aladdin's castle when I was 13 years old was just like, it was, I would look forward to it for like two days. Like yeah. I wanted to go. Your parents so bad. wouldn't just let you go randomly. Give yeah. me a fiver so I oh, could go to mom, the fucking arcade. My mom. That was one thing about my. If your parents were good, they thought you were going to get raped every time you stepped out of the house and questioned it. <laughs> I, th- I think about that. Obviously, if you wanted to be a, a gross pedophile, being an Aladdin's Castle coin distributor, that that was a position you could have had. That was always a creepy, weird guy. Who the guy who worked at Aladdin's Castle, I never trusted. The guy who wore a vest. You know, I, I used to. <laughs> I used to go. I mean. I would look forward to it with bated breath. I would be excited. Oh, is this it? Why does this bad stuff always have to happen to me? Well, bad stuff happens there. You're beautiful with blonde hair. How could you not tell me about this? Because I didn't want you freaking out, okay? Oh, so instead I read about it on a computer sitting in the school library all by myself. Your mom and I... I read about it on a black screen with green letters (laughs) flashing over it, Dad. The kind of computer where if you take a picture of it, the screen flickers and it's all weird. (laughs) Exactly. I had to find out about it on an Apple 5. It's also like, hey, we're trying to make it a modern show. Computers are put in. You know, they're they're trying to like, I was trying to hip it up there a little bit. That's the last thing we wanted you to do. This is how Norm reacted when he had cancer. I'm really sorry about that. And she will be too, okay? Why does this bad stuff always have to happen to me? My sister and yeah. me and my sister were floored emotionally during this episode. Really? Really? Because they previewed it like they, the, all week they were building like because oh. Jonathan Taylor Thomas was huge at this oh, time. Absolutely. So it wasn't out of the ordinary where they like, are they going to kill this little fucker to write him off the show? <laughs> yeah. Is there drama backstage? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. So we thought like <laughs> they're going to kill him. Yeah. I think we cried. I think me and my sister both cried during this episode. Well, the bad stuff happens everybody. Bad stuff happens to me all the time. Yeah, but you cause it. He was funny on this show. Who, Taylor? Yeah. yeah. He was a star, you know? I know you're scared. What a fucking gambling addict fucking dress up. <laughs> fucking Ty Letterman's jacket. Oh, come on, man. You're not going to die. Even if you had cancer, which you don't, you do not have that. It's a treatable kind, okay? We should get a norm drop where he's like, yes, (laughs) you do have cancer. Yeah, yeah. There we go. It's a moment. There it is. No matter what it is, you know. Anyway, now it's it's the movie Philadelphia for the rest of the fucking... For the rest of the show. <laughs> the streets of Philadelphia will give you an Oscar. It's a kind of boring song. And the streets of Philadelphia. So, uh. Now that was Hanks making a leap. H- Hanks was making a leap out of that. He got serious. Hanks used to, did stupid comedies in the 80s, you know? Let's run through American Crime Story real quick to see if we did second episode ooh, of American Crime ooh, Story here. Ooh, ooh, this is good. Birds chirping like a Hitchcock so, and what, movie. What brought this up again? What brought this up? Just. Oh, this is just this is current TV. This is okay. just to get us YouTube clicks here. Okay, this is okay. this is just for the algorithm, Daddy. Okay, okay, cool. I just want to see. Yeah, uh, makes sense. And because it's a, it's just the big one of the bigger TV shows that's on right now. So, cancer reveal episodes was. I'm trying to think one where that it affected me. Yeah, oh, I mean, oh, oh, I'm oh, sure oh. there were some Hill Street uh, Blues shit. Thirty something had one. 
I remember watching it w- with my roommate at one time. What's 30 something about? 30 something was created by the people who created the show My So-Called Life. Uh, oh, David yeah. Hergo, and, you know, they did very good like TV dramas. They, they were they were solid TV dramas, and it was it was a baby boomer show. It's about people who are in their late thirties who were boomers, you know, and lived through the seventies and stuff, and were like kind of activists a little bit. And had a bit of a uh, of a uh, of a big chill kind of vibe to us. It. it was three families live: Mel Harris, Timothy Busfeld, who was in uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, he's in it. Who's you the know? ogre? Uh, no, no, he's not. You know, the ogre was like that was the most John Matusak, but it wasn't. Uh, he Everybody, was uh, yeah. he was any, one of the nerds. Any it, giant it, retard in a movie, you're he like, was that's thick, Matuzak. He was the thick glass, the thick glass uh, nerd, uh, Timothy Busfeld. Okay, the it, one that rapes the girl in the tent. No, 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 no. Th- that's one of the league guys. Oh, it's di- yeah. the kind of bald, like puffy, bozo haired guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Looks like Cookie the Clown. Yeah, that that is uh, that is uh, David uh, Timothy Busfeld. Okay, so he was in it, and also Ken Olin, who was kind of a known dramatic actor, who was also in late episodes of Hill Street Blues, and, and there's an. Uh, there's an episode that they do a good like they do a good like they twist it very well where there's a character she's got breast cancer and like she's going through a surgery that she has to have a successful surgery otherwise she's probably going to die and it's a very dramatic he's praying and stuff god you can't take her and, and she gets the news that hey your, your cancer's fine everything's good but then another character in the show dies in a car car accident I think racing to the hospital, so oh. that character dies. So you think like, and that just That's comes great. out of left field, and and, and and it was like a real like moment. You know, it, it was the guy who played was in a who was in a Beauty and the Beast was Peter, uh, who the guy was oh. married to Michelle Is Pfeiffer. That Ron Perlman? No, 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 it's not Ron Perlman. It was the guy who was married to Michelle Pfeiffer. He was in a Children of the Corn, the lead in, the, in Children of the Corn. Okay, Timothy Horton. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, he he's the guy who actually died. From wings of wings. Yeah, I, I, I think it's him. I think it's him. I remember that being a can cancer episode where it was like people were getting choked up they were talking about that one the next day er definitely had one where i think it was uh oh yeah all mash had some cancer episodes where the guy comes in for a fucking hamstring pull and they find out he's got leukemia coursing through his fucking body yeah yeah absolutely well i mean yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> i feel like that was always the big back pocket pull for drama shows is like we'll, we'll give a kid cancer and everybody will tear yep. up i'm sure saying elsewhere had mad cancer reveals yeah, yeah. Saying elsewhere, deaf. Well, because you also had people dealing with cancer. You know, was, was a big thing. So saying elsewhere was Denzel Washington. That's where I first was exposed to Denzel. Washington. So this is a big thing of this episode, and we'll fast forward to the parts of this. This episode of this show. Ooh. So we watched episode Ooh, one, and it was yeah. the buildup of like yeah. basically Linda Tripp being an ugly hag, and exactly. she had a vendetta because she's gross. And was mad that Bill Clinton was just fucking dipping his dick and everything. And so, that's Bill Clinton, the guy playing Bill. Yes, yeah, okay. you see, you see Bill in this, and it's the fir- the intro to their relationship. Like she, because of the government shutdown, she the government shutdown is what resulted in this, which is exciting to know. Uh, what, what, because something happened. Usually everybody jokes that, well, like, oh, the government shutdown don't mean anything and your sheer mail might stop. It's what caused this relationship. So it's what made when the government shut down, the interns got to work in the West Wing because they usually don't. And that's when she interacted with Bill. What? It, I'm sorry. One, one point I want to make. Yeah. This to me, this and the bombing of the Oklahoma City building were the moments. It's like the, a year apart, right? Oh, uh, no. They were, they were both in 95. They were both in 95. Uh, and, and when that happened, though, uh, he totally, uh, oh, Clinton totally outflanked Newt Gingrich. He totally outflanked him, and it made Gingrich look bad. So the Republicans always do. They try to stop the government from functioning. They try to shut it down, and, and Clinton totally outflanked him. And that's when he became more presidential, and he sealed his fate for getting re- for getting reelected, actually, because yeah. he handled both those situations pretty well. He's a good counterpuncher. 
uh, Bill Clinton. You know, anyway. So, so yes. this episode is mostly their how their relationship started, and she really talks about when that man sets his attention on you. And Monica Lewinsky helped Beanie uh, Feldstein prepare for this role. Yeah. So she's. Dude, Monica Lewinsky was kind of a fucking skank, dude. Like, she wanted it. Like, there's a scene in this where she pulls up her big fucking chunky, chubby thong. Yeah. And shows it to him. Like, that's not yeah. anything they had. That's probably something Monica said. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, and like, you really, she was like in love with him and shit. Well, because, I mean, he's the fucking, pre- he's the ultimate alpha male for crying out Drop loud, you know? Here we go. Drop this at Stepanopolis. They're fucking globalist. <laughs> Here we go. You're thick, just like I like it. <laughs> this is great. I'm already so into this. Look at him. Didn't mean to catch you off guard. Mr. President, uh, sorry, I was just... You don't uh, have to apologize for doing You got job. big fat tits, huh? I'm Bill. I know. Uh, I'm Monica. I like your sweater, Monica. <laughs> <laughs> I like your sweater. It contains two big, large fat flesh pillows. Um, I guess I should head back. Well, you can come in here for a second if you want. I'm just kind of hiding out, just sitting in here petting my rocket. You know. <laughs> well, I guess Bill's got a hog. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, the one of the so, they, yeah, it's got a significant bend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about that. Yeah. Me to cut health care for old folks. Well, they got me wrong. So here we are. Thank you. This Diet Coke yeah. has roofie in it. I, again, nice what I liked about Clinton is Clinton actually had a pair of balls, I felt. Well, yeah, like he a actually, huge pair. A huge, he, he, nice, would actually fight, pair, apparently. He, he would fight back. He would. The fact that that has tainted his presidency bums me out because I think he would actually fight back somewhat uh, against uh, Republican awfulness. He would sometimes fight back for the right thing, I thought. you know. Well, and he, he was yeah. fighting for people's right to party, too. Well, <laughs> Out here, uh, in the Watergate. Whoa, I don't know how. No, <laughs> my my mom. She's actually moving to New York soon, so we're just staying, uh, living, in a condo. Sorry, I'm so nervous. I have a huge crush on you. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like bullseye, baby. <laughs> Well, that's really flattering. Because you're beautiful. Oh, man. You light up the room. Yeah, Does she? Well, I, I, I think that, I mean, listen, he, you know, he... Your giant <laughs> Bob slash perm I told really you, lots up a room. I was friends with Tommy Thompson's nephew, who was... Tommy Thompson was the Republican governor of Wisconsin for 15 years, 14 years. And and, and they knew when Clinton was running for president in 92... He got a dick he's, problem. He's, he's got a problem. This he, guy's got a dick problem. Uh, they, they knew, what it, they knew they were, how they were going to go after him then. They knew his weakness, and, and it was he couldn't keep his dick in his pants, you know? So and they knew that it was his weakness, and so they went after him on that level. That was his downfall. That's what she tells her mom. Wake Why the fuck would you just go around telling people that? What a twenty-four-year-old. Well, she she's not even. I think she was. Well, like the mom doesn't than that. believe her too. Like, sure he did. You're a fucking goddamn Miss Piggy, which she's not. But I'm sure everybody was just like, sure. There's actually a couple people because she starts telling people that she's fucking someone in the White House, and they're all kind of like, sure. Like when you say your boyfriend's Canadian or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> sure, Monica. <laughs> God. 
I tell you what, they, they, these shows are good. I think they're well produced. I like them. I mean, they got to sensationalize. You know, they're they're a uh, they're like a soap opera. You know? Here we go. She's all bummed out over Bill. I thought it was over. Are you two still talking? Kind of. A couple times a month. Mostly just sit here. Just when I think he'll never reach out to me again, he calls. Wait. Is that why we're eating in tonight? If he calls when I'm gone, I have no way to call him back. Monica. You have... She's waiting for Bill Clinton to call her. Oh, yeah. So, well, she was like... Wasn't she like 21 or something? I mean, she was... I think was, in her mid-20s. She, she was, was a puppy. young. She, she was, was a puppy young, and she had you know? puppies. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know. <laughs> it's a tra-puppy situation. Who, who's playing Bill Clinton? Who's the uh, actor? Fucking Judd Nelson, probably, or something there's like there's that. There's someone who's... It, it, it's a known actor. I want to know who's playing guy. Bill Clinton. He I'll takes look. way more from you than he gives you, and then you end up in a really bad place. But... I'm in love with him. <laughs> Monica, please tell me you didn't tell them that. Oh, It's Clive God, Owen. Whoa, man! Whoa, from from uh, from uh, I don't from know, children of men, and, and then also wasn't he in? I'm the, just naming. Uh, Sin I'm City was he in Sin City? Yeah, also? he was in Sin City. That's yeah. I thought. <laughs> I like his him. Brits are stealing all of our roles. I, I, I like him. Uh, throwing He's his hat. He's the most unavailable man in the entire planet. <sighs> Somehow you've outdone yourself. Are you sure you don't want any of that? I wonder if he did any like shit of just like I ate, I ate McDonald's for two <laughs> weeks to get into the headspace of Bill Crinton. <laughs> is that uh, is he Australian or is he uh, British? I don't know. I'm just trying to. I tell you what, you do back. good impressions. That is a direct quote. He promised. I know. And I'm not so that's what she stresses about this whole episode. After they fucked around in the mid '90s, like '94, '95, he said, "When I win re-election, I will bring you back to the White House." Oh. And so far, he hasn't. So she's like, miss. She's like not living her life because she's waiting for Bill Clinton to call her back. Oh man. Oh jeez. Even Linda Tripp says it. She was just like, "He's your fucking boy." Like you're treating him like he's your fucking boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, she was young and immature. You know, you, you didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> Look at those fucking computers. <laughs> Look at that. There she is. Stand, like, they're probably so hot in that 98 degree weather standing in that winter gear. Yeah, even though it's supposed to be November. I would like to see the actual footage of this. Right to see you. Too, yeah, because that's a famous shot, right? Yeah. Congratulations, you must be so happy. She looks like Sherilyn Fenn. Yeah. Like she looks like an like an aged Jean Benet Ramsey. Oh, God. Was Jean Benet dead at this point? Um she died the next year from this. God, that was a story. Jesus, that was a Oh, I remember that. That was what made fucking tabloid magazines in America shit oh, like that. Absolutely. They still have a, they run an occasional story on that. They still go back to that well. 25 years later. But yeah, look at her just rolling up at night. Unstoppable. Oh, here we go. This is where she breaks it all down. Okay. Yeah. Go. I am. It's over. Okay, doesn't be able to bring you back. It's not happening. Because this is, oh, she, up until now, she was just like, someone in the White House promised me a job. He doesn't oh. have the power to bring you back. He does have the power. Well, then what's the problem? Linda, he's the fucking president. 
she's like, This is the reveal that it's Bill Clinton? Yeah. And they do a good job. So the whole episode up until this, it's just them flirting with each other. Yeah. And she kind of reveals the full extent of what they're related, like of behind the flirting. Yeah. Like is she, it's the famous pizza story. She, she would bring it. She, that's how she would get in. Cause everybody thought like, Oh, he would eat pizza and and get a blow job from her. How she would even get in. And she would be like, Oh, I'm the intern. I'm bringing bill his pizza. Oh, like that's how she would even get past his like secretaries. And yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We need a fucking system. I got a whole system worked out so Hillary don't never find out. I mean, th- this, I mean, unfortunately. You think you're my first. You're fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, you I think you that. Monica, I have been going nuts. I've, I've been trying to blackmail you for years. I know. I can't imagine. Uh-oh. So she, so she thinks she's confiding in her as a friend, right? So she gets manipulated yeah. by Linda Tripp to give, the, to give well, the dirt. Well, I didn't know that. So Linda Tripp secretly recorded her phone calls with her for like two years. Yeah. And in this show, they they more just take they more just portray it as Linda Tripp, uh, like they would talk to each other. But in real life, it was phone call recordings. Yeah, but but she, but Monica Winsky, she would confide in Linda Tripp. Yeah, about, yeah, what was going Absolutely. on and stuff. And then Tripp had an axe to grind, right? Over. So yeah, what's her reason as to why she went went pop? You know, just I, I mean, it really doesn't know. She said it's because you know she was tired of him preying on yeah on women and the power structure. But I I really do think she tried to fuck him and he turned her down. <laughs> And just she got sick of people getting promoted through his dick. Yeah. And shit like that. And she really got upset when Kathleen Willie came out of his office getting a blowjob. And like, I think they were. That is Clive Owen, you could tell. Yeah, 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 exactly. So listen what how she says it, though. Public events. And when that man focuses his attention on you, the world stops. And it kept happening. Departure ceremonies, staff events. I mean, I was I was an intern. Those were the only times I'd see him. You had a pink pass. Exactly. So for months, it was just this wordless flirtation. And it was intense, but I didn't think anything more would happen. And And then one day, the shutdown. Suddenly, I was working in the West Wing. And there he was, just a few doors away. I mean, this was a... If he wouldn't have done this, the Democrats should have won again in 2000. And then the fucking chorus of the whole thing would be different. God. They can't ever get more than eight years as president. They need to get a 12-year run. So they can really you need make to get a nice changes. twelve-year run, but it, that's not going to happen. Oh, now this is the she, this is where she show, she showed the thong right there. Did you see it? Oh no! I, I, oh, oh shit! Oh yeah, yeah. It was a not look. What a '90s piece of lingerie Absolutely. right there. Look at this. She knew he was coming. I stalk your schedule. That is some fucking stepmom whale tail right there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's where the call was Crow, you can go to the bathroom if you want. <laughs> I might have to go knock one out right now. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> that, that, that looks good to me. <laughs> that looks good to me. Hey. Look, at, look at Bill. Look at him. Uh, Clive Owen, <laughs> his mannerisms, the way he walks, it's totally like how Clinton walked. Monica. 
Monica. I know. You don't understand how long it had been building between us and how fucking hot it was. I mean, I swear, Linda, it was beyond. I come so much. Not before. Well, of course. I couldn't help myself, Linda. Because he's 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 the ultimate uber alpha male, you know. He's Bill Clinton. Yeah. You know? She fucking wanted it, dude. She was no victim, is all I'm saying. Well, you by know, the way, Bailey, I want to apologize. I had the wrong. I had a pop out chat installed in this, so I couldn't see Bailey was in the chat. I was even wondering. I was like, Bailey said he was going to be in the chat, and he's not fucking here. I mean, this like the Christian right just seized on this. My God, he's bringing shame to the office. <laughs> then they get behind this monster in there now. Or who was in yeah. there, you know? I mean, Bailey just, brings up a good point. My battery's low. Do you want to take a break? Yeah. We'll yeah. change a battery up. Yeah. Uh, wow. Wow. They were really all about those Olympics. Yeah. What a good fucking song to cut back into. Is, is, is this like Springfield, Missouri? Lifestyle is your business. I don't know what the exact commercial date is, but here to make it official. You know, this is this is all like you know. Is that fucking Jodie Foster? No, no, that's Melissa Etheridge. Oh yeah, I'm she wrote that song for sure. Oh, and she, I mean, she was uh, fly through the windshield. Uh, she, her being an open lesbian musician. If you drink and drive, you're gonna die. Fly through the windshield. Oh, that'd be so great. <laughs> but she was, uh, she was out back then, and that was kind of a big oh, deal. People were all about it. She that had, was like, you didn't know, she get David fucking David Crosby semen to fucking? I think, yeah, I think birth it, her child. Yeah, oh. I think his love batter. He, he yeah, he, he yanked it into into an ice tray somewhere, and, then, and and they had to freeze it and then thaw it out and then you know clean it. <laughs> His love his fucking, batter. His love batter. He donated his love batter. That sounds you know? like a good fucking bat. We'll call love batter. You know. Yeah, Thingamabob. Uh, All right, that was the commercials. We've got James Bailey back in the chat. He's excited about the show returning. Sorry, guys. Uh, <clears throat> Essentially, what happened was we had a tech glitch. Yeah. My computer crashed, and it's plugged in. It's charging. I've even checked. Like. Yeah. Uh, her uh, Larry's headphones glitch like it was just I don't know if a meteor went over <laughs> one of Elon Musk fucking uh, tornado machine flew here you know yeah, exactly it was you know it was wild yeah it, it was sort of it was a surge I, I think the hair on my arms uh, surged a little bit too I'm being serious <laughs> I, something happened yeah there was some sort of like a little bit of a, I don't may, maybe we're we're now in an alter, alternate reality our our lives uh, our fates have a pivoted 90 degrees you know how about that you know I think it was a movie called it's Butterfly like the time Factor. the time traveler's wife or something like that uh, Neo okay. went through our system yeah it's Keanu somebody. Reeves Keanu Reeves is mad that you're talking shit about his band <laughs> dog star dog star so he fucking infiltrated our system yeah, I talked about that last week right wasn't I talking about yeah like musicians who uh, or actors who become <clears throat> are in bands God God and it was I mean so uh so we we got i just got to connect the two streams it's gonna the youtube saved that episode thank fucking christ hopefully yeah. a tesla doesn't fly over the building again yeah <laughs> and uh, interrupt the stream uh but we're going good 
<clears throat> we were, we're we're probably gonna get back into uh crocius's channel surfing because yeah. i'm shaking with just anticipation now yeah yeah exactly with anxiety uh he's into this ucla fresno state game. Well, again sat, i don't get to watch we're, saturday night college we're go, football we, well we did the levels too so we had high school and then now we're going to the fucking the next level of cte yeah. these yeah. these are the guys that have earned it <laughs> Yeah, I think college, they've actually chilled out on practices a lot with, with the CTE thing. They used to do a lot of full contact 27 drills. practices a week oh, and shit. Yeah, I remember like when I, when I was in, a, in Madison, I worked at the athletic department for a year, and there was two weeks in late August where the Badgers had two-a-day practices for two straight weeks, getting them ready for the season. And like I, I, would hear, I worked with a guy who was a backup kicker on the team. He told me stories about like they'd bring women back to the fucking dorms and they'd rape women and shit. They oh, were, dude. They were like animals, they caged animals. He's like brute human beings. Like, rah, that's what we could pull you know, up. Like, so wow. I told you about that dark wow. side of the ring episode, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's we'll get into a little bit of this plane ride. So a brief setup. Um, also, to be fair, just because of the. Do you need this? Oh, no. I want okay, you to okay. control the, okay. the TV TV when sure. we're on it. I got the other remote. Cool. 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 We might not get to this week in TV history for a super long time. Yeah. Just because we had the glitch. It shaved yeah. off about 20 minutes of the show. Um, so I'm going to get this plane ride from hell was a ride from England back to the United States. A seven hour delay on the tarmac with a plane full of wrestlers. They went through three beer carts oh and they're God. all on pain medication. Then this is before any sort of regulation of your body or anything what 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 year was this 2002 know? it oh, was wow, two days okay. before wwe had to stop using the f wow. when they right when they lost their lawsuit because like the next raw it was just wwe and it was even jarring visually to be like where the fuck is that f yeah 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 exactly yeah. uh that's you know so we're gonna switch over and watch this so this is a documentary <laughs> was when i was younger i knew that this plane ride happened and that multiple wrestlers got fired they and that it was called the plane ride from hell uh but you didn't really know the actual details of it yeah, top stars yeah. and management boarded a private 757 jet in london to return home yeah every seat on the plane was a first class seat yeah <clears throat> it cost us a lot of money but it made it more convenient for the talent to travel. Uh, a 757 well, is a great carry jet, those man. Fucking, fucking roided freaks around. Come on, were they really, was it that luxurious? Or were they Gordon the, Gecko? Well, the flight attendant says they did. They made a new first class in front of the first class for Vince McMahon. They, they lean so heavily into aggressive American cliches. They just well, lean into them. This is America. You know? This happened. This is well, an American company. This isn't Britain making well, no, this. No, exactly. That's what I'm saying. They, they they lean like like their branding, their messaging, how they the mythology they create. They just lean into American like sort of you know. Yeah, uh, this episode <laughs> Bailey says Tommy Dreamer, a guy who gets interviewed for this, got fired from his company, and Ric Flair you could uh, gets outed for groping a flight attendant on yeah. this. Careers were ended with this episode. Wow. The talent was just crazy. I mean, they were great guys. Don't get me wrong. They act like asses. Children. The midair collision between intoxicated wrestlers uh, and a flight crew determined to prevent an all-out disaster uh, would erupt into one of wrestling's most infamous scandals. I think people have listen no to this idea music. What I really love it. goes on sometimes, uh, especially back then in pro wrestling, and this is just like the capsule of what pro wrestling was like in that era. H bombs. They called those H bombs because they were this like hyper clone or whatever drug, and they would put it in their beer to like knock out the rookie wrestlers to like perform 
fucking ritual initiations on them and shit. They'd roofie guys. Oh yeah, I've like, never uh, seen a roofie in my entire I, life. Jay Ross, Ross. Is Jr. was talent relation head of talent relations. He had to take the fall for all these fuckers. The plane ride from hell. I want to get to when several grueling hours grounded on the tarmac and indulging in an unlimited supply of alcohol. The passengers. So they've been on passengers. So they've that's Chris Jericho. He's a wrestler. You know, speaking of unlimited alcohol. So yeah. they've been on the tarmac for seven hours. Went through three bar carts just before they've even taken uh, off. The board WWF's. Yeah, those fuckers drink. Rick Flair. Was a flat out out. He looks terrible now. Oh, he's he, awful. He I looks mean, awful. I mean, he drank and he was like a Brock I mean, Lesnar almost broke the emergency door during the flight. Oh, my God. Fucking fucking F5 decompression. You get drunk in one hour. When you're doing that would have been a crazy ass story. Like if, that, if he would have broke it open, that'd be fucking that nuts. He could do a lot of damage, period, in one hour. But it was always booze and pills in the WWE because we had doctor's prescriptions. And as long as you had a doctor's prescription, it was okay. Of course, it wasn't because, you know, we'd have doctors write us whatever we wanted. Uh, Halcyons, GH. Halcyons, that's uh, the H bomb. No, the Placidils, I think, were in the early 90s. But I know there was Those are 90s pills. Halcyons on the flight. Halcyons were things that we took sometimes just to go to sleep for a long period of time. And um, sometimes you use them for a rib, too. Okay. You would end up with a shaved eyebrow. You always had to uh, have one eye open, so to speak, uh, when you're on a plane full of the boys. You get roofied and pranked, on, you know? I mean, these guys are just, you know, they're man-childs. They're just children. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, did they just, do any of this at the University of Chicago? Did they initiate you into the system? <laughs> no, yeah, no. They just it was it was more mental torture of just the. Get out, real quick. <laughs> but the, the, I mean, it's just. But to act this way is just, the roster is especially on guard for any potential hijinks finding themselves in the presence of one of the industry's. Oh most yeah, Kurt Henning was the king of fucking. So a lot Mr. of people, perfect, right? So he didn't actually do any harm on the plane, but a lot of people think he's the one that H bombed everybody. That he was like drugging people their drinks, and that's what hyped everybody up. Kurt would always play with Brock. This guy, we're gonna go to it, but he basically excuses everything that happened with like, oh, boys will be boys. Yeah. And then he was like, look, you're gonna cancel people for anything. He goes, I got two ponytails. Some people will take offense to that, and they'll get. And so he he compares a flight attendant being sexually assaulted to him having horrible his, hair for yeah, a fifty year old. And he's promptly been fired from his the wrestling company he worked for. This world of bad equivalencies, it's fundamental to the right-wing mind. It is fundamental. They make horrible, Rock horrible comparisons. Sitting in his chair, and uh, Kurt Henning put shaving cream on his head. He went splat and splatted on his head. Next thing I know, Brock is chasing Kurt like a full sprint, you know, like oh. wham, and he, and he's the a, plane. wham, oh. Brock went right behind Yeah, he's him. a gigantic man. He's a gigantic man. So now you have Brock Lesnar, who's 6'4", and he's picking up Kurt Henning, who's about 6'4". They went into one row, like a, a bunch of the guys had to move. So they would go from one side of the fuselage and then oh. into the other, and the overhead bins got broken, and tables got broken, and armrests got broken off. Things started to break, yeah, because they're just so big. Like, I, I do remember uh, one of the seats, like, the middle of the seat came completely off. And as a safety professional, there's not a damn thing I can do to stop these two men. Like, there's not a damn thing I can do to get them to hear my voice. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. One of the wrestlers had commandeered our PA, so 
in the middle of the fight going on, we have someone yelling at the airplane, we're gonna die, we're all gonna die. So here comes one of the pilots at the back of the airplane, trying to get these two men to stop slamming each other against them. Trying to get these two roided up, peeled up freaks to stop. That ain't slashed. happening. And they wouldn't even listen to him. One of our illustrious agents said, you need to come back here. So I go back there and they're play fighting. They, he, he might actually. It's just they're play fighting in the emergency exit. Would they listen to JR? Would they listen to him maybe? Not, and not, they don't listen to anybody. Yeah. And then they hit the emergency door. Oh. This was a big boom. Everyone jumped up and we're like, stop, stop. Oh. It was their own teammates that finally got it to stop because they were scared. I'm not a mechanical engineer. I don't know what all it takes to pop that uh, security door. But I didn't want to find out at 30,000. Yeah, you're just like, <laughs> you're all just sitting there like, oh, no. If you, you think about it, it's physically impossible to open that door. They would have no idea of knowing the door couldn't pop out. But they were throwing each other against the fuselage. And yeah. if that fuselage breaks, the yeah. airplane could depressurize. Ric Flair is about to throw himself up against her fuselage. And if hey. you're an emergency landing. And where are you going to land? if I can get to that. He still should have given me my money. She's just a, a big Irish or, not, or a British drunk. Here we go. I immediately am like <gasps> mortified. Everyone that's just drifted off to sleep is now woken up by, yeah. What's she talking about? So her ex-husband, Dustin Rhodes, uh, started singing a David Allen Coe song over the intercom because he was all pilled out and depressed. I was about to get up and go back there and tell him to stop. But Polly was across the aisle and he looked at me. He's like, don't sell it. That's a big wrestler thing. What's a big wrestler thing? Don't sell it. Don't say anything. Don't sell it. Like anytime something bad's happening, she got Brock Lesnar showed flashed her dick. Yeah. flashed his dick to her in front of her husband and he was like don't sell it meaning like don't tell anybody about this yeah yeah don't sell it so i left it alone so she they basically want her to just like don't go let him sing Dave, david allen co over the fucking yeah behavior i generally felt for the guy in the sense he was obviously hurting you know hell yeah that he pain was, was real no i don't like to see anyone hurting like that however to stop that i would have been very disappointed that's the big high spot. We wanted to see Rick coming out naked in his robe, so he did it on the airplane for everybody. And uh, that's what the guys want to see. That's what makes them laugh. He could move his hips, twirl it, <laughs> and so his well-endowed penis spins around like a helicopter. So that's, hey, he's the nature boy for a reason. He's got a hammer on him. <laughs> he's already treating it like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Flair is showing and his God. Knowing, they're, they're, again, they're children. It's hilarious. They're children. To exit the party and, and go to your own safe place or you don't know the rules and you find yourself in deep water. And that deep water, the only yeah. bo- the only uh, uh, bobber is Ric Flair's dick. That may have happened. Yeah. You in deep water. That was in the galley. Okay, the galley is where our little kitchen area on an airplane. Jay, J- his entire thing is just the way he builds things. Oh, God. He's a great storyteller. Absolutely. But it's just like, again, investing in this, these ridiculous human beings. Go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll so I was watch naked more. in a cape only, and then he decided to come back to the galley to get a Coke. Uh-oh. And then he wouldn't leave the galley. Oh. He had me up back against the back door. Um, and I couldn't, I couldn't move. I couldn't. Because he's a giant man. I couldn't, I couldn't 
And he's not even as big as a lot of wrestlers. Oh, oh no, yeah, yeah, exactly. He, he was, was spinning around his penis, and he wanted me to touch it. And he was helicoptering in he, front he of her. He took my hand and, and put it on him. I was Rick so Flair's worried there was another glitch. Try to impose by force any Listen. sexual stuff on to anybody. Well, he did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's like he's just it's flaunting, like, styling and profile, and doing like the. He was just doing his wrestling character. <laughs> on you know, her. he's just showing his dick to a woman who doesn't want to see it. What's wrong with that? Come on, you should be allowed to do whatever you want, whenever you want, however you want, without Rick consequences. Everybody's going to laugh about it, um, but obviously, someone. Took offense to it. God, look at his look at that scar on his forehead. The flight attendant. That scar on his forehead. It's huge. That scar on his forehead, dude. Oh yeah. He got he got a big old gash. Oh, that's from blading. That's from cutting himself on purpose. Like multiple times over. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember him like crowding her and you know trying to make her touch him and stuff. And he kept me back there for I don't I don't know how long. But it felt like a really long time. It wasn't oh. short. Like it was, it was minutes. Ric Flair just like it was forty-five seconds. <laughs> and asked my kid's gonna die of a drug overdose soon. There's no truth to these allegations. Well, yeah, you're all fucking made of CTE at this point. He doesn't remember. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's cut to I the. I don't remember somebody really helping me except one. What do you tell your husband? You're listening to it, folks. He learned from his mistakes. So Terry, what it was. Way around at some point, which he would have, I'm sure. But he passed away not too far after yeah. that. Uh, Hennick well, had a grabber. Oh, he had a grabber. I remember yeah. Mr. Perfect. Uh, yeah, he had a grabber. Big oh, shock. Yeah. These guys have grabbers. These guys have grabbers. He was... Someone cut off Michael Hayes' ponytail and he was furious. This is all after they, they landed. And Razor, I, I think... We, we have to stop in our society. I want to see where Tommy Dreamer gets upset. Go without punishment. How does it that Ric Flair evaded any sort of suspension or anything like that? Good question. <laughs> uh, I guess, lack of a better term, he was a made man. Literally a made man. They invent wrestling. He was he was invented. Ex well, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he's such a high level made man that he got a pass. Of course, was it the right thing to do? I don't know. I don't know. You're listening to it, folks. You, you decide. You <laughs> got a pass again. His storytelling is it, these as the Texas WWE yarns. deals with the fallout from the flight. Heidi is forced to consider her next steps. I remember walking off the airplane on the tarmac and we went to a hotel that was quite nearby and talking about how horrible, like... Dude, I bet you Ric Flair would call her ugly now. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Why would I touch that? And the yeah. girls from the front saying they didn't know that it was that, you know, that it was that bad. Um, and then I just went to my hotel room and I took a shower and I cried. Ooh, classic yeah. 90s sit-down cry uh, shower. You know, like uh, leaving Las Vegas. You know, did you see, did you ever see like no. leaving, leaving Las Vegas? That was like a, that was like a dark sort of Here we go. art house type movie almost. I'm the guilt of a victim. Like Here it we can, go. It can be a cycle that's not good. Yeah. Perpetually bad. Ugh. If that's how she felt, maybe she should have 
not taken a payout and went to the fullest extent of the law to then truly put this heinous person in jail. My opinion. People have their own opinions of what happened. Promptly fired. <laughs> what, what the damage was, though. No one should. I don't even think Tommy Dreamer was on the plane. I think he's here to just like <laughs> just be tell an asshole. Yeah, of, yeah. Of like, because certain wrestlers knew details. They have their opinion when it didn't happen to them. So what, what did they, they do. Say, what did they say Henning did again? That he roofied some people or something? Uh, a lot of people think that he was the one that was fucking GHBing people and so stuff they like they were that. basically all fucked up. They were all high, right? They were all fucked oh, up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to portray him as this sexual predator, and it's not. Plus that flight, that flight is like from Lon London to New York is like a good seven hour flight. That's a long flight. You're in the so air for a long time. You know? I think it was fourteen total trip. <laughs> I think had they wrestled in England and then were flying. Yeah, back. yeah. They do like a pay per view in England every year. Yeah. And last time they did it, by the way. Yeah. I don't think that they all need to see Ric Flair doing the helicopter with his penis. Like I don't, I don't really think it's good for everybody to know this uh, about their heroes. You know, some of these guys. All your heroes rape. Guys <laughs> are freaks. I feel this is trying to portray someone as this sexual predator, and it's not. It's a joke. It's a gag. Hey, you put your hand, you put your the woman's yeah. hand on your dick. Yeah. And today, 1,000% inappropriate. My hairstyle is inappropriate right now. I am somehow offending someone right now with my double ponytail. How dare I have two ponytails? And my answer is I'm 50 years old. I'm happy I have hair. Um, but if you're asking me, I've hung out with Ric Flair. I've never seen him try to force his will against anybody. Except for on that airplane. Plane. <laughs> the one when time. When his 14-inch cock was out. He did it. God. Yeah, this, this, guy, this is feeding into your good stereotypes of Italians. It, it's, it's really, it's really breaking that, uh, hey, that weakness. Dreamer, you know? <laughs> of course. Know. So where do we go from here? We've been restreaming for okay. 20 minutes. Okay. Well, I think we're back. Uh, we're back on. Do you feel good? Are you are you down on? I'm, I'm, I'm winding down a little bit. I'm winding down a little bit. All right. Well, how you do know? you want to wind it down? Do you want to do this week in TV history? Well, uh, do, put on the Monica Lewinsky thing again. Can we do that? A little bit of that. Can we put well, on a here? Bit? I, I got to see if I got this saved. I think I have. If we can, if we can watch that. American oh, I got Crime this. Story. Check this out. <laughs> we could do a little bit of this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is the DC feed. I remember her. She was an ABC or or um she was an ABC in DC. I mean, this is 6 hours so we'll skip around, yeah. but it's the Clinton tapes. This is like the original news stories of when it first hit. Again, I think I told you I was in grad school. I was so busy in grad school. I didn't even know the scandal was going on. I was so buried. I love a good work. VHS ripple yeah, before absolutely. a fucking thing. God, it makes it look like a like so beyond dated. <laughs> uh, he's going to his functions. What do you think this is for? That's a classic. Fucking goddamn it! Yeah. He was trying. I'm trying to track it. Didn't Brian Williams get canceled? No, it's Matt Lauer. In a room on Capitol Hill, a stack of tape players will be rolling with a compilation. How young he was, huh? Yeah, absolutely. So you, yeah, you didn't know this was going on until after because college was so insane. Yeah, yeah, I was so busy in grad school. It was, it was the first, uh, I guess it would have been the first quarter, I think, was it 97 that this was like the big scandal? And then it really blew up in 98. 
Uh, but it's, I think it started in 97, I want to oh, say. Oh, yeah, James Bailey, we're going to go over the TV leagues. I could go over that yeah. information yeah. while we fucking, uh, while we... Uh, but again, it's the final standing. It's 52 weeks. They're going to start new next week. To my, the Monday. New, the new television <clears throat> season starts, right? Absolutely. To, to coincide with fall. So I'm reading it off my phone here because we're going to do it over the Clinton tapes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, keep but, skipping around, actually. Do you want to go back to the fucking... And, of course, the long sought-after yeah. and long-awaited video tape. This is going to be boring. Let's go to the episode. Shortly. We want to go to God, the... that, that's, that's almost 23 years ago. Look at that hair. Look how ago. brown that hair is. That's yeah. clearly fake even, and he's not gray. He just wanted to look like a bearskin rug, apparently. <laughs> he's the... Uh... Isn't he's the father of that woman who was on Girls, right? Isn't it? Here we go. You're exhausted and upset. You are not seeing this clearly at all. <laughs> I got a goddamn book deal. <laughs> I don't know. God. I think sadly I am. So yeah, she's upset that like she Bill hasn't called her back yet. Yeah. So final standings, prime time. I also eliminated all the cable shows. <clears throat> There's no, it's just too much stuff. Yeah. It's too much stuff to keep track of. There's like yeah. at least 70 cable shows. They have, they don't go on the same TV schedule as like fall and winter and the yeah. network shows. It's just a complete crazy undertaking. If yeah. I didn't have a day job, I could do it. Yeah. But so I eliminated those. It cut about. 75 shows out of yeah, the league yeah exactly so this is all network okay abc cbs nbc fox cw big okay. five okay <laughs> and then netflix and shit sure the streaming sure stuff. sure what is she what's cw's to? big show again what's cw's big show it was supernatural in smallville but oh, i would yeah. say right now it's like the dc shows supergirl okay. and star girl and all the girls you're a star girl. So she was about to go to Portland to visit her friend, and she's just about to. And look who's calling. Uh oh. Look at that 90s phone. So, first place, it's NCIS with 52.596 super rating. NCIS is that. It's, it's the show. Also, what I did is I went back in the archives and I put every. I updated everything from beginning to end. So, this is 52 weeks of data. Wow. Based on the current rules of the football league. <laughs> Listen to her. What have you been up to? I'm about to beat my pud while we talk, if you don't mind. She's stress eating. That's Linda Tripp. She's dude. stress eating. There's a moment she where Linda wants to eat. Linda Tripp tells fucking Monica Lewinsky that the best part of her day is watching a baked potato spin in the microwave before she goes to watch the fucking nightly news. Oh God! What a lonely spinster life. Yeah, sounds like uh, sounds like me. Forty-eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> Male spinster. Right. No, but go ahead. I, I, Forty-eight I, hours is in second place. Um, Not the movie, the oh, television. Oh yeah, show. yeah, yeah, exactly. I know people Did, like see, that's show. how in tune you are to Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte movies. No, 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 no. I, I, I knew. Fifty-one point three two one. Edged it, just mit, missed it by a fucking point. Then you have Big Brother in third place, Grey's Anatomy in fourth place. And, 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 and those are three CBS station shows off the top, right? Yep. And then an ABC. Yeah, Grey's Anatomy still draws it's top man. four, but that's but NCIS and ABC are helped with streaming. Grey's Anatomy's huge, right? Like, like stars of Grey's Anatomy, if they were to go to a mall, they'd be mobbed. Oh yeah, yeah, they'd, they'd be yeah, they'd be seen, yeah. recognized. Okay, even though they're malls. Then you really got uh, a thing. Anymore. 2020 All American, 
uh, which is a Netflix slash CW show. Just some high school bullshit. Yeah. Love Island. That's a dating game competition. Then we have Young Sheldon, number eight. Uh, <laughs> your, your least favorite show. You hate that show. I hate that show. But it's mid-table Drek, just like I just like I predicted. Yeah. Uh, a show that's been on since I was a kid. America's Funniest Home Videos, number nine in the wow. prime time. That show is just still surviving. Wow, that's a juggernaut. Absolutely. Still. Still got fucking uh, old boy that used to host Hollywood Squares. Not fucking Bo- uh not no. Bob Saget, but yeah. it's uh Tim Sharon or whatever. Wow. Tim fucking uh what the fuck is that guy's name? Tom fucking uh Bergeron. By the way, is that supposed to be Barbara Walters? Is an understatement. No, that's I fucking Judith, uh, Judith Guest. No, right? that's Kathleen Willie's lawyer. But 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 it's Judith Guest is, is the actor, right? She she was she was in uh she, the actress, right? She was in I got uh, I can't pull it down cuz oh, it'll okay. take the video away. You can say in front of Susie. Honey, she I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Okay. Let's look it up. No. Sure. It's okay. No, I'll look it up on my phone. So, yeah, so the, the, those are the, the shows that were in the top ten. Just to bring Judith you Light. To speed. Judith Light, exactly. She was also in a, in a, the Cunanan one. The, the oh, Versace they use the one. same fucking people yeah, all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Chicago Med, America's Got Talent, Bull, Simpsons, American Idol, Chicago PD, FBI Most Wanted, Be Positive, and The Good Doctor, Station 19, A Grey's Anatomy Show, and Charmed round out the top, top 20 to the, the, the premier league of television but what's the last one charmed the charmed. reboot of charmed. Oh, the, the, the charmed okay okay the cw shows gain steam when the big shows go off the air that's yeah. when those cw shows really fucking get to catch up yeah and that's why i, I eliminated the Interesting. like that's why i eliminated the keeping track of every week how i'd say at the end of every week we're going to see who was in first place and they win the league that week yeah so i'm just going to leave the shows up for the 52 weeks and at the end wherever they're at that's where they're at yeah because it makes it more exciting of like if ncis gets 60 points yeah and then the shows creep up to it as it goes on yeah yeah and then you got like prime access which is league two that's your blue bloods your blackish manifest equalizer seal team yeah, bob hearts abishola yep. the neighbors the connors the goldbergs all your family last names yeah 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 you're sort of like and that, those are mid-tier mid-tier shows yeah. correct dancing with the stars Ooh, dancing with the stars has, has that's gone 23rd. down 23rd that's got it's a 26 down. super rating because i mean at one time that was number one correct wasn't dancing with the stars like the number one show yeah, it was like, like there. twelve but years ago. With or, a, but that was with it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it's still on. They're still they're still beating that dead horse. Then you got late squeezing fringe. every dollar out of it. Yeah, and then you got your like fucking. Then in in the paid programming way down, you got your Law and Order SVUs, your legacy shows that are still on but really struggling. Yeah, interesting. Uh, th- they're gonna die. S- Supermarket sweep. The Walking Dead is there fucking uh young rock hanging around there paid programming north uh you got mr mayor making it kung fu the reboot of kung fu uh but i'll put all this up on the website they rebooted kung fu yeah absolutely Uh, uh, what network has that is it cbs kung fu is a cw show oh cw here i'll put it up for the people just to see it man kung fu was a show when i was a kid you know that and six million dollar man i remember kung fu was like a (laughs) <laughs> it was sort of a, it was a very early it was a very 70s television show so here very it is for you bailey 70s thought process you know bailey the says the, the tv league rules now so just to cover the rules for you bailey it's going to be a core rating of whatever show whatever the show gets let's say ncis premieres with 10 million 
viewers yeah and that's above last year's premiere it'll yeah. get the win plus the fucking viewers and then every week after that it'll either go up down or stay even if yeah. it goes up they get three points if it stays even they get one and if it stays if they go down it gets no a lot of times these shows dip in viewers yeah especially after the premiere it goes yeah. down significantly so yeah. they're not getting as many wins as you think uh, so that's how they're going to climb the ratings. And What's that's, a show that hit hit the gate, hit the ground running, and never really lost your f- and never really lost and one. Never really lost twenty twenty forty eight hours got pretty consistently every week gained. I know people really like that show that they think it's a good kind of true crime. Well, because and it's a new show that like has a. It's not like every day. It's not all encompassing. Yeah, yeah. There are some new shows that like Dateline. Well, Dateline, I think also. Uh, you have no 2020 but like datelines on is it cut from a similar cloth to Dateline? yeah but those shows are on every week like yeah. they don't have a stop they just film hundreds of them yeah. like 2020 and 48 hours actually takes a break where they know like you can't have 52 weeks of rape and murder yeah yeah <laughs> so i think people like those more yeah yeah um and then yeah here's here you can actually see it now crocious yeah you got blue bloods ellen's big night of giveaways this is ellen's game of games and i think they're gonna make it a different show but it's still gonna be like an ellen game show interesting but is she retiring just from show business in general i think she just i don't know i think she might do special uh ball dropping type of bullshit uh interesting i what i drove past a warner warner brothers studios and there was a big like sign that she had signing off from her last show but i found the tone of it i don't know it was very much like look at all the things i did don't say that i'm bad look at all the things i did you know i did this i donated this i put that money towards that you know i found it to be uh i don't know that was my impression this here whole thing this is our basement crocious this is paid programming self yeah uh this is uh because we have paid programming core league paid paid programming north and paid programming south yeah bachelor in paradise is leading this up bachelor in paradise is hosted by wow a bachelor shows on the ropes oh who the fuck is it it's like fucking craig ferguson or some bullshit like that man uh that's got a 6.23 but that's how we're that's what we're talking this show had 15 episodes and didn't win enough to get more than six super league points that's less than two wins Ooh, yeah 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 that's not less good. than two wins so yeah what else are bad shows dead pixels superstar the new fantasy island but that's the that's got a five <laughs> Wait, is that on abc yeah it was mid-season though so it only yeah. has like eight episodes the fact that they did they rebooted fantasy this is island this is how is bad it could hilarious. be hilarious let's be real on fox 1.154 super rating Ooh. that means it never got a win I think that's a draw. I got a draw. So it probably started at 154,000 and got an even, and then it just lost viewers the rest of the way. You don't want perfectly good white boy to be in paid programming no, itself. Exactly. You know, exactly. Uh, this is this is a, an important learning lesson for me. I Relegated this. also means that these are shows that were, this is mostly streaming. These are shows that were in the top 10 of streaming, but then fell off. So I put it in the relegated column. Sure. These are shows that aren't gone, but they're not in the league. Wow. Um, but yeah, that's the fucking, wow. that's the TV well, league. Look at that. You, you, you didn't work for this. Do you want to, uh, are you I respect that? Do you want to wind down with Emmy nominations or are you done? Uh, what, uh, with Emmy? Cause the Emmys is tomorrow. Oh yeah. yeah and yeah. if we, if we say the word Emmy, 
we can get in the algorithm. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you, but I'm, I feel if you're tired, we could fucking. You know, uh, I'm running out of steam a little bit. Actually, I'm, I'm a little tired, man. So uh, I think I, maybe I have to wrap it up. I, here's I, the quick. I, I apologize for being a little. Listless. No, it's fine. You know? The only thing that has amazed me in this is that most of the shows that have been nominated are streaming shows. So which ones are nominated for like best best series? Best comedy series is Blackish. That's ABC. Then you got yeah. Cobra Kai, Emily in Paris, two Netflix shows, The Flight Attendant, HBO Max. Uh, you got Hacks, HBO Max, uh, Kaminsky Method, Netflix, Pen Fifteen, Ted Lasso, uh, The Boys. Pose is the only other show, and This Is Us are the only other like network television shows. Would Ted Lasso be the, cha- the show that has the best? I chance think that's going to win. Ted yeah. Ted Lasso is going to win comedy. People love Ted Lasso. Pose will win drama because it's the trans. There's a trans actor that's the lead of it, and he's the first trans person to be nominated for a lead for it conan will probably take the variety because it was its last fucking week uh, maybe john oliver though because that's actually the best show what 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 what, 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 what is it what, what category is this what category? uh outstanding variety talk series and who's in that what, what, what conan that? trevor noah the daily show yeah jimmy kimmel live last week with john oliver the late show with stephen colbert and then in the sketch show you have a black lady sketch show in saturday night live and then they have two new uh, things that are outstanding variety live and outstanding variety pre-recorded because of all of the COVID shit. So like huh. I think they're putting that into two separate like Bo huh. Burnham special David Burns fucking all the weird shit people did over yeah, yeah, COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To still try to maintain some degree of relevance. Then we got Anthony Anderson, Mike, Michael Douglas for the Kaminsky method. Sandy Kaminsky. I don't even know who the fuck that is. Oh, but he's nominated for best actor. Yeah, Michael Douglas, William H Macy for Shameless, obviously. Sedakis yeah. for Ted Lasso, he'll probably win that. Yeah, Keenan for his show, but that's purely because we need a black guy. <laughs> Got Aidy Bryant for Shrill. She's the fat lady. I'm casting him. I'm just doing the cast. Allison Janney, whom I love. Yeah, for Mom, Jean Smart, who sounds old. Oh yeah, from that. Uh, oh yeah, for Hacks, she plays yeah. like the. I heard Hacks is pretty good too. How people like Hacks. Uh, uh, fucking, uh, we know a girl on it. Fucking uh, Meg Stalter is on that show very prominently. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. She's like famous now. So that's the Emmys here. We're scrolling it up. It's on tomorrow. Uh, if we were, if this was our job, we'd watch it as a special episode, and we would charge you money for it. Wow! Uh, but we're not going to do that. God damn it! Why isn't it on tonight? We could have been doing that. So, so yeah. What? What? Uh, well, they didn't want. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, they're going to do it tomorrow. They're going up against football. Oh, I that, think it's that, on tonight. It'll, it'll be after that, football. That, I yeah. That, that. I think they're going to try and get advertise it during. Yeah, and really try and catch that football audience. Because uh, I mean that that, that is a. Uh, that that Sunday night football. It's amazing that Monday night football. Oh, you still like came back there ahead. Wow, they were down. James Bailey's right. He says CBS destroys because of the boomers. Yeah, they love yeah. CBS. Yep, yeah, old absolutely. people network. So how'd you feel about the episode, Crocious? I thought it was decent. You know, I was I was a little bit. Uh, it was a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was a little. Oh, I, I did my thing. <laughs> yeah, but there we go. I did my thing. And with that ringing endorsement, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. I, I did my thing. Follow the show, show on YouTube. This is Keith Pazel, the yes. YouTube channel, KeithPazel.com. Uh, follow us on TikTok. This is Keith Pazel. Uh, thank you, James Bailey, for being the president of Absolutely. the chat. Absolutely. I appreciate that, um, We'll be back next week. Maybe, we'll, maybe yeah. we'll decide to go live randomly throughout the week. I'm off Wednesday. Who the fuck knows? Okay. okay. Um, but yeah, Thanks Crocious is on social media at Insecure Comic on Twitter. Yep. Adam Crocious everywhere else <laughs> um yeah all right we love you guys we'll see Good you next times. week
Now how can we announce we are off the air when we are off the air?